you're gonna miss all this good stuff when you retire. But you're gonna miss it a little bit. Huh? <laughs> I'm cutting away. Yep. See? All done. Rog. Yeah. Grab the cat. Grab the cat. Everybody, to another episode of the Action Returns, episode number twenty-three. We are moving along with these episodes. Uh, of course, you know who this is, and you know who my co-host is. What's up, guys? I'm good, man. What's up with Teeks with Tom Cruise? He's lighting everyone up on that Mission Impossible Seven. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you listeners don't know, a video came out today, or it's it's basically audio, but you can go to like World Star, YouTube, whatever, uh, listen to it. Uh, he apparently it sounded like the entire set workers were violating protocol for COVID and weren't following the rules, and he laid into them and uh, rightfully so because he was saying there's people out here you know losing their homes you know can't pay their rent and the industry's all fucked up and all you have to do is just follow the protocol and you can't even do that and he was like you you can get fucking fired right now and then <laughs> I, I was laughing at the one part where he he was like and you can get fired and you can get fired and you over there you can get fired for something he did, so you're responsible for him. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I mean, he was letting everyone have it. Rightfully so, man. I mean, it's it's his ass on the line as well as it's his money. He's one of the executive producers of, mm-hmm. of all of this. And anything that happens on the set bad is going to reflect on him. And he, I understand where it's coming from. He's, got, he's done too much for... A couple people just to to fuck it all up. I mean, other than one of the main rules, yeah. uh, street rules that I grew up with, you don't fuck with anybody's money, and you're fucking mm-hmm. with Tom Cruise's money, as well as all the people he was defending. Like when he was saying people are losing their houses, people can't pay for their kids to go to school, they can't groceries. I mean, what have you? Or basically, they can't survive. But if you guys are gonna fuck it up, and the whole thing gets shut down. Because of, uh, say, I was there and I wasn't wearing my mask or I did something stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's going to shut the whole thing down. So he was he was going off, man. I was like, yeah. Man. At first, I he thought was, he was like just yelling at like a couple of guys, but I'm sure he was. But then he just started yelling at everyone saying, look, that's when he started going around and you and you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, he was he was letting them know. He was like, I'm the one on the phone all night with studios, producers, insurance companies, not you, me. And you're over here going to fuck it up for everybody. He was like, we are not shutting down. That's right. I mean, that's true, though, man. He's trying to make the best of it. And uh, he wants that money, too. I mean, he can get a big cut of it. And I'm sure he put 
millions and millions of dollars into each of these films, but for a couple guys to just fuck it all up for everyone. I mean, because, I mean, if they have to shut down a big movie set, especially something like this, is like a major movie set, that's that's more millions of dollars out the window. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to cost to shut it all down. It's going to cost to pack it everything back up and haul it back to Hollywood or wherever. Yeah. And then, okay, we're good. Now let's spend another jillion dollars to haul it all back to wherever they were. So, yeah. I understand and, it. And you you don't really know what the state of the industry is, you know, because this movie might come out in theaters, might not come out in theaters, might be streaming, might not, you know, just nobody knows right now. And that that's a lot of money that's going to be going down the drain and just just follow protocol. Shit. No, I, I mean, that's I, I do it at my job. So I know shit. We have to. And I, I do it and I'm not complaining. I just do it. Because if I don't, and then uh, everything gets shut down, then I, I'm ass out. I'm out of money. I mean, there's already stuff going on uh, within the, the airline industry, and, and it, it's scary. I mean, this this whole thing is scary. But, I mean, you got some dumb fucks that just don't give a shit. I mean, yeah. like whoever he was yelling at. Oh, he was. Did he? T- I swear. I, I don't I got to listen to it again. I, I think someone tried to apologize and I think he told him his apology is not worth anything right now or something. <laughs> I want, <coughs> excuse me. I want to know what what happened. I mean, if it was to do with the covid protocols. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's serious business because and let's just say someone did get sick or if he got sick. I mean, that's that's just more fucking money. I mean, I'm sure they have to have, they'll have doctors and everything on set, but man, it's it's too big of a thing because if one guy gets it and then it goes through the whole crew, then they're gonna have to shut down, and that's what Tom Cruise doesn't want. Yeah, I I want to say maybe somebody wasn't following protocol, and then he spoke on it, and then they probably didn't think he was being serious because it, it kind of it kind of seemed like it. I don't know. Some something set him off. Like, and I, who knows? Maybe he tried to handle it a different way, and nobody was taking him serious. And you got an angry Tom Cruise. Well, he was letting these fools know. I mean, again, you're messing with his money. I mean, you'd be mad too if somebody came in and you had a dollar and took fifty cents of it. You'd be hella mad. Yeah. Now let's talk and, about billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, and, lose. And uh, he's on the Mission Impossible Seven set. He might he might be in Ethan Hunt mode. So, you know, you might not want to fuck with him right then. He's already juice. He's still mad that he broke his leg in the last movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, it was something that needed to be said, and he said it because maybe he tried to be nice about it. Maybe he was trying to be the fun and lovable Tom that that all we that we that's all we see. For some reason, I was picturing um. That dude from Tropic Thunder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of you guys uh, out there that are quick with the videos, edit that. <laughs> I'm screaming. Oh, it's, it, it's coming now. You put it out the universe. <laughs> Somebody do it. Because I was like, damn. I mean, actually, I mean, someone just did a picture. I, uh, I watched the one you sent me. Then I went on YouTube to see if there was one that, that wasn't edited. Because they were bleeping out all the cuss words. So... 
I went on there and the little thumbnail, it was that dude from Tropic Thunder and he had a mask on. <laughs> hey, what was his name? Was it uh, Les Grossman or something? I think, yeah, I think that was his name. <laughs> <laughs> I will massacre you. I was waiting for <laughs> That was all I could picture was him uh, yelling. I mean, when him screaming, that's all I pictured was that. <laughs> I mean, but again, man, at this point, we don't know really what what happened and just what articles are being said about it. Um, well, whoever audio t- taped it, I mean, they better not just oops or I don't know, man. I'm sure they'll find out somehow. It came it came from the set. Somebody mm-hmm. that was there. And uh, I'm sure he's going to light everyone up. Everyone leave your phones uh, in your room or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. He said everybody can get fired even if you didn't do anything. Yep. I mean, because that, that will be true because if it was you and I and we were the ones that was fucking up and they had to shut th- everything down, mm-hmm. basically they're going to fire everyone because they can't continue it. So, I don't know. I mean, these COVID rules are serious. I know some of you don't think so and you think you're above the law. It's not a law. Okay, I understand that. Like one of you are screaming, no, it's not a law. It's something we have to deal with for now. If it's forever, then it's forever. Nothing we can do about it. But this could end tomorrow. This could end five years from now. Yeah. It's not going to kill you to just follow the rules for a few years. A lot of you motherfuckers are always crying around. Just follow the rules. Just follow the rules. Why can't you follow this rule? And you, I mean, I I read those fuckers on Facebook and, and everything. I hear people in the stores and all that that are ranting and raving about that. I mean, just follow the fucking rules. That's all you have to do and live your life. We can go back to somewhat normal. I mean, I don't want these lockdowns and everything. Nope. Just follow the rules. That's all. I mean, they tell us that in school when we were kids. Just follow the rules and you'll be fine. Nope. Everyone, oh, that's my rights. Shut the fuck up. I mean, ugh. I don't want to get into that one. I get mad. I'll be like Tom Cruise in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's change subjects. Uh, you watching anything good lately? Um, like so I know you've been watching a. You been uh, <laughs> I know you've been watching a lot of movies. Um, just the ones we talked about. Uh, I'm almost done with my rewatch of Big Bang Theory. I just. As soon as I got HBO Max, that's all I've been watching. I think Black Christmas was the first movie. I watched <laughs> that was on that on that app. Shout out to Lance, thank you, brother. Um, uh, oh no, the christened it with Black Christmas. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> well, I had to. Um, I don't even know what else is on there. Um, new wise, that what well, was new to me. Um, that songbird. Yeah. Um, I think that was it. Uh, just the I've been just watching mainly the movies that that we're talking about and for this show and as well as all the billion other shows we're doing. Yeah. Uh, Have you checked out the Doorman with I, Ruby Rose? Ooh, no. I don't even, she's not Bad Girl or Batwoman or whatever anymore, right? Nah, she quit. <laughs> oh, she quit. Yeah, she. I think she wanted to. I don't think she wanted to really be a character, you know, that that's she's going to have to play this season after season. So I think she just kind of walked away from it. And 
I don't think it was any any kind of anything bad going on. I think she just did the season and wanted to do something else and didn't want to get locked into doing the TV show. Because uh, TV shows take a lot a lot more time filming than movies. So, you got that much money? Uh, I mean, she's she's starting to be in some stuff. The doorman was kind of decent. Uh, she, she, you know, she she can actually make a career doing action movies. You know, she 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 looks like she's getting better at, at fighting. I thought her action wasn't the greatest in John Wick, but. I saw improvement in this, and uh, what's his name? Leon, the professional. He's he's the villain in this one. Is she the main star? Yeah, it's her movie. All right, she's she's the doorman. Okay. Um, is she gonna be in the next John Wick, or the next two? Either one of the next two? Uh, I hope she would be because uh, the way she left off spoilers, uh, I I didn't feel like she died. No, she kind of did the uh, "I'll see you later," yeah, type of thing. So I was hoping she was gonna be back in the uh, in the third one, but nope. Yeah, I would think she would be back, and Common would be back. I don't even remember what happened in the third one. He's the one with um, Halle Berry. Yeah. And okay. She, she had right. the dogs that was biting people in the dick. <laughs> yeah, that was the only part I remember. <laughs> Yeah, check out the doorman and uh, what else did I watch recently? I think I've just been watching shit for the show. That's all I've been watching. I mean, yeah, I, I see. Well, oh, I want to watch this. I want to watch that, and then end up watching ten movies of uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, I rewatch Wayne too. I hope that gets a second season since it's on Amazon Prime now. Oh, that's right. It's on there now. That first season was hella good. It yeah. Was, that was one of those shows that came out, what, two years ago? Yeah. And, and uh, I was like, well, YouTube Red or whatever it was when it first came out. I was like, all right, let me, I'll check this out because we had already seen Cobra Kai season one. And I, I was awesome. All right. Since they're doing shows now, let me check this out. I know I watched the first two episodes that were free. And they were only a half hour and it sucked me in. I was like, fuck. And then my son had it. So I used his login and then I just zipped through the rest of that season. I was like, oh, man, that was hella good. But then we didn't get a season two. So I was like, fuck. So is Amazon going to give us a season two? Um, I haven't heard anything, but I heard it's it's getting a second life because people are, that didn't see the show are, are discovering it on Amazon. And just just the way the show ended, I was like, you got to you can't end it that way and just not have a second season. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even know who that kid was. I mean, but he I thought he did his job I and mean, he was badass. He was no joke either. <laughs> the only thing I think I remember, I think he was in that uh, Overlord movie. He was one of the soldiers, I think. I don't even remember that movie. Yeah, I really like the girl in it. Uh, Delilah Dell. Mm, I don't remember who she was. I'll have to the his, the girl. Uh, oh, okay. Wayne's girl. All right, all right. I had to see her face. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, let me see what this kid's been in. Yeah, he was an Overlord. The Winter Lake. Never heard of it. Sing Street. Mm, I'm gonna have to watch Overlord again. I have. I watched it that once in the theater, and I bought it and never watched it. I think it's still wrapped up somewhere. 
Yeah, same here. Uh, I was a little down on it. I, I thought it was good. It just I expected more out of it, and I bought it also, and it's still in the plastic. I think what I was hoping for is it was because when they were first announced it, people were throwing the rumor around that it was going to be a part of the Cloverfield universe. So I was hoping for that, and it's far from it. It's it's not so, but so I was like, mm, okay. I mean, for what it was, I I did enjoy it. I mean, I liked the whole war aspect and the Nazis trying to create uh, super soldiers and all that. So I thought it was cool. Um. Oh, the I think one I talked about this on our last uh, Eat Society. Did you see that movie, The Outpost? That's on Netflix now. Oh, the Outpost. Uh, no, I don't think so. It's uh, it's a true story about uh, this little battle that that happened. Well, it wasn't little battle, but it was one of the many battles that happened in Afghanistan during the war. And uh, Mike was the one that told me about it. Um, Clint Eastwood's son, it. Um, Scott Eastwood, mm-hmm. he's in it. He's in it, and Orlando Bloom, and there's some other guys in it. You'll you'll recognize, but hey, I remember Orlando Bloom. Yeah, man, I was like, where the hell's he been? He was like a hot <laughs> item for a minute, and then he just disappeared, and then he popped up in this one. Um, it was pretty good. Um, Mike was I, I trust Mike when he tells me to watch things, so I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And, uh it was it was really good. Um I think it was two hours, but it flew by so fast once uh the firefight started and um it was actually pretty good, man. Check it out. And everyone okay, else, man. if you guys haven't seen the outpost, it's on uh, Netflix. Um not the outpost with the, the Nazi ghosts or, or whatever those were, but um I checked out something that kind of had something to do with that. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Ghosts of War. That was that was pretty decent. It's on Netflix. I'm gonna have to check. That sounds familiar. Um, one of my buddies told me to watch something that you had mentioned before. Um, it's on Hulu. That boy or this boy, I don't know, something something to that. Uh, huh. All right, what did you say? Ghost what? Ghost of War. Okay, Ghosts of War. Is this World War Two? I think so. Right. Yeah, this is, it's kind of got a supernatural element to it. Okay. Did you ever check out the girl on the third floor? Yeah. Punk? I- yeah, I like that one. Okay. Um I was listening to uh well, she's not Renee Young anymore. She's Renee whatever her real last name is. She had CM Punk on there. And uh he when it talked about his UFC and he was saying that yeah, um I went at it a, a little bit wrong. Cause I mean I said this too when he when he oh, I yeah. said he should have fought some like nobodies instead of just jumping right into the main event. Yeah, Dana had said that though. He said he he had wished he instead of just throwing him in there, wish would have just had him go through like local independent uh, promotions. Yeah, because Punk said he goes well. I didn't want to get beat up for free, so I don't know how much he got. Uh, from what I understand, I think one of one of those fights was a million dollars and to get beat up. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. But they, they were, she um she asked him because um 
what's his name? Moxley. John Moxley is her husband <clears throat> um, on AEW. And she had to ask. She was like, well, what do you what would it take for you to get back into the squared circle? He was like, um, if he was to do it, um, he said it'd have to be for some crazy amount of money and the right circumstances, like story wise, for a reason, a good reason for him to return. And he goes, I wouldn't come back now because he would want that pop. Mm -hmm. You can't have that big of a pop with no one in there. And, but so he's like, uh, he goes, I'm not ruling it out. He goes, but um, he goes right now, he goes with everything going on. He goes, I don't think it would be fair for fans uh, if I just returned and this goes on forever and they never get to see him live. So, yeah, I think it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully this vaccine is, is, is going to help. Yeah, I'm, uh, I know we're not that kind of show, but I've just been hearing some things. I'm a little leery. Yeah, I have too, but um, I'm sure this isn't the only vaccine uh, that's out right now. Um, yeah, but I don't know. We'll I see. I would, I would love to see him in AEW. I mean, Sting is there now, and that is something I did not expect, especially him retiring with the with the neck injury. Yep, and he oh. signed. A, he signed a contract, so he is he's he is AEW. It's not a part time thing. Um, really quick, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the wrestling returns. All right, um, I was watching uh, a video uh, of um, Sting and uh, American Nightmare. Cody, I love you, but no, <laughs> I don't like that tattoo on his neck. But <laughs> yeah, the, the tattoo's stupid, but I I, I kind of dig the name. It's kind of paying homage to his dad. Yeah, but I think what's killing me is that tattoo because you can't look anywhere else but that. At that, <laughs> um, it's 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 a cool picture. I'll give him that, but that was just bad placement. Um, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, Sting was. He said that he goes, no, I'm not just basically. He's not a jobber. He goes, I'm here. I want to be uh, with the uh, the Wednesday night dynamite. So good. I mean, did WWE just do him dirty? Yes. But, doing everybody dirty. <laughs> yeah. Don't matter who you are or how big you are. Um, it good. He's in the he's in the in the WWE Hall of Fame. Right on. Um, but. He can still come out and do it. I mean, he he's a mm -hmm. he's a crowd pleaser. I mean, just come out and get it, give everyone what they want, and uh, he, he does his job. But yeah, man, the the injury, I I still cringe. I mean, even when he came back, I was kind of like, ooh. Uh, I mean, he still he still has it, mm -hmm. but I I just worry about these guys that have these really major injuries and then come back. I just rewatched um. Uh, the Royal Rumble uh, this, this year's or earlier this year when we could go to wrestling shows mm. uh, with the return of Edge, um, uh, I I cringe when when he was getting uh, like kicked in the back of the neck or just getting slammed on the ground. I mean, shit, he took out AJ for real. 
Yeah, he did. That's when he hurt his shoulder, and then uh, you could see AJ kind of throw the sign because I guess he was supposed to be in the match longer, but he he threw up the the sign, and then they he told I guess whoever threw him out, he was like, just throw me out, throw me out right now. Yeah, just threw him out. He did. Yeah. He did a couple more things, but you can clearly see he was just babying that shoulder because you could see his his shoulder just folded in. And he didn't land right. He did that flip, and he was basically, I guess, supposed to land on his back, but he just misjudged it and landed right on his shoulder, and it just folded in full force of his body. I was like, uh, it didn't look like Edge knew what was happening until he, you could see Edge lean into him, and you can hear, or you could see them talking. And then he just picked him up and just kind of slowly walked him over to the ropes and threw him over. Yeah. So, but. I mean, yeah, you do what you got to do. I mean, he he yeah. tried he tried to continue, but it just it wasn't happening. Uh, speaking of injuries, I heard uh, your girl is going to make an announcement. Uh, what's her name? The super pale, dark hair. Had them had them. Uh, oh, um, porn videos leak. Um, porn. Oh, uh, the page. Yeah, I heard she's going to have an announcement soon. She might be trying to. Come back. Okay. Paige, I love you, girl, but uh, I don't know, man. That that video of her getting kicked in the back by the boss. Drop my, kicked. <laughs> my girl, the boss. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, that looked. You could see, man. Other than it was a severe whiplash, man, whatever it is. Again. Uh, all these performers, what they do in the ring with their bodies to entertain us. I mean, any any of you guys listening, even you indie guys, thank you. I mean, it's awesome what you do, but I mean, I'm sure your body takes its toll. I mean, I've been working just picking up bags for 20-something years and shit, everything hurts on me. But I couldn't imagine throwing myself and flipping and flopping and taking kicks and all that. I mean, especially her. She, she's just a little gal. Uh, speaking of her, man, those videos. <laughs> Whew. Xavier Woods and whoever that other dude was. Oh, uh, the dude that was like the, the commissioner for a minute. Yeah, man. What happened to him? He just disappeared. I heard he running his mouth backstage. Well. I can't believe uh, she had guys busting on the damn NXT title or the whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's not a good look. Um, I'm I'm surprised they let it even get that far. I mean, when China, man, rest in peace. I mean, they just nope. They just fired her quick and just brushed her out the door. Uh, you you know, you know the story behind that, though. Yeah, that was all. Uh, Triple H. I don't care what mm-hmm. anyone says. And Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love you, Steph, but damn. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I don't know. Um if you guys are out there filming that stuff, cool, man. But uh don't let it get out, especially if you're famous. Cause, uh, mm-hmm. Once it gets out on the internet, the internet is forever. <laughs> so, it kind of seems like if you are famous and you film that stuff, it will get out. Yep. Uh, even even if you're just snapping pictures of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how they're hacking phones, but uh, they are. And 
Seeing a lot of other women, even uh, what's her name? Uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Her pictures got out, as well as Ruby Riots. And I saw a video. It looked like Sasha Banks, but I don't know if that was her or not. But yeah, it probably was. <laughs> Sasha Banks. <laughs> I, it looked like her, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to these movies because we can we can do a whole show just talking about random shit. <laughs> so, Lethal Weapon Three came out in nineteen ninety two. Mel Gibson. Hello, car 54, where are you? Danny Glover. Wait, right. wait, I'll leave my car here and I'll come with you. No, you're not coming with us. Yes, I am. I don't take my car then. No, you're yes, not. Yes, I am. Joe Pesci. I can't believe you did that. I got a spare in the truck. I'll fix you. Come on, partner. I can't believe they did that. Lethal Weapon 3. You think I could get a gun this time? No. Directed by Richard Donner. Rated R. Now playing. Uh, let's go with Google. Uh, veteran police detective Roger Murtaugh is only days away from retiring, which he always seems like he is, when he and his tough partner Martin Riggs are roped into an important internal affairs case, working with the beautiful, no-nonsense Sergeant Lorna Cole and aided by a shifty informant Leo Getz. He was an informant in this one? I thought he was just a... I thought he was real estate. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, Marton Riggs begin to close in on a black market weapons operation involving corrupt cop and arms dealer Jack Travis. Well, he's told us who the damn villain was. Uh, IMDb, Martin Riggs and Martin uh, Roger Murtaugh pursue a former LAPD officer who uses the knowledge of police procedure and policies to steal, sell, confiscated, steal and sell confiscated guns and ammunition to local street gang. That's a better one right there. This stars, of course, uh, everybody's back. And you just add uh, Rene Russo, and I think the main bad guy was... Stuart Wilson and pretty much everybody from the previous film is back. And I saw what's his name? Uh, what's his name was in a Joanna man. That's right. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was on. He was in there for like a minute. What the hell's his name? Um, it's not even was, listed in the credits. I don't know. It was Demon from uh, uh, Friday Thirteenth Five. Uh, and- damn burritos. <laughs> yeah. No, enchiladas. Enchiladas. What was, I, I was, what was his name? Return of the Living Dead. Um, oh, I don't know, but I always laugh at that scene where he's freaking out, and the guy had to like slap the shit out of him a couple times. Oh, <laughs> oh man, no, nah, I'm not gonna be able to sleep until I see what his name. I know it was something, something different. Um, trash. Uh, Suicide was the one dude, I think. Um, Chuck and Spider. I knew it was something something weird. Miguel A. Nunez Jr. Yeah, he was one of the cops because I remember he was just kind of just lingering around the background. I know he had a couple lines, but he didn't. He was like, armor piercing bullets? I think that's all he said. Oh, when they were doing the during the shooting ring range. Yeah. Thing. I was like, okay, you got a line in. This was this one I didn't see in the theater. 
Um, I don't know. I th- what year was this? Ninety two. Um, I think I was just working and work. I, I there was a a couple years that I was just bouncing around from job to job to job. Um, but I don't know. I I didn't. I don't think. I, yeah, I did, I didn't go see this in the I didn't see it until it came on like HBO or something. But um, out of out of the four. I think this is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, the this rewatch, it's good. I'm not saying it's not it's not good, but it was just if I had to put it in order, this this one would be last. Um, everyone in it is is awesome. I mean, all the all the regulars uh, that are in it. Renee Russo, I'm, I've always loved her, so it was cool that she popped up uh, into this one. Uh, Joe Pesci was just as funny. I mean, of course they're gonna <laughs> bring him along for the comic relief. Um, the bad guy. I mean, I thought uh, he he was a he was a good uh, <clears throat> a good bad dude, and one of the henchmen. He was um he was a bodyguard for uh, Richard Dawson in The Running Man. Um, oh yeah, Sven Oli Thorson, <laughs> guy from uh, Mallrats. Yeah, um, the Force. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I saw him lingering around in the background as as one of the all he got was henchman number two, <laughs> but um it was good man I liked uh what what was happening um one part did get pretty emotional uh, I know every time I watched that scene it, it was rough because it just reminded me of um one of my friend's dad he mm-hmm. kind of got involved with something like that um and he. He was doing his job, and like like Murtaugh was doing, because during that scene, I mean, Martin says he goes, "Look, man, he was gonna kill us. You had to do it." Yeah, it what he said, it was, it was a clean shoot. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't he? It wasn't a mis- a mistake. He he didn't know because yeah, I mean, that guy fired a fucking machine gun at him. Mm-hmm. He, he had to do it. So. But yeah, that part was a little rough, and then the aftermath when he was crying. Oh, that part that always gets me. Uh, it was the funeral for me. He oh, tried to go apologize to the mom, and she slapped him. Oh yeah. And the dad was too. like, "If you want to do something, go get the man to put the gun in my son's hand." Yeah, I mean this one. Um, I've noticed that I always try to throw in some kind of a little uh, political message in it because mm-hmm. in, in the second one with, with the the apartheid stuff, and then with this one. With just uh, the guns being the illegal guns uh, being sold um, out on the out on the street. I mean, which it sucks to say, and I know some of you probably don't think so. It does happen. I've seen many trunks with guns in them, and I whoop. Okay, I'm out of here. I don't I don't know what's going on, but uh, I don't want to get beat up by my mom, so I'm out. I, mean, I, <laughs> I walked away from all that stuff. And, uh, I've seen it many times. <laughs> I said, okay, see ya. Um, but yeah, this one, I mean, this, this last watch, I mean, every time I watch it, I, I always find more. I mean, I remember what happens and everything, but, uh, it just makes me laugh, uh, through all of it. And Joe Pesci, every time he was on the screen, man, he, he, he was awesome. And, <laughs> and I loved when all three of them were together because the way they would just go back and forth on each other. <laughs> so it it was awesome. Yeah. Um, it, it's still in the same spot on my liking out of the four, but, um, in the theater, 
No, I, I didn't see this one in the theater. This was like HBO cable. And yeah, I, this would be last in my ranking, which is not a not a bad thing. It's a good film. Uh, everybody was great in it. I love the addition of Rene Russo. Like you said, Joe Pesci was there as the comedic relief, you know, just, okay, okay, whatever, whatever, you know, <laughs> just had me laughing. You know, he, he's, he's, he's a, legit, a little bit more legit this time. He's a real estate agent, but you know, he, he does help out cause he still has people asking him for certain things. And, um, one thing I really love that will continue into the next film is they keep everybody the same. Nobody was recast right down to um, uh, Murtaugh's uh, family is the, the same actors and actresses. And I love that. They just they just they keep everybody the same, the same police chief and uh, Mary Ellen Trainer, rest in peace. You know, she's back as the, the doctor, the psychiatrist. And that was one thing I always loved about these movies. They just kept everybody coming back and they just just added, a, you know, new people here and there. Uh, Jack Travis, uh, he was a good bad guy. I like the whole aspect of him being a former cop and he knew all the procedures and how to get places and the, like the one scene where he's walking in and he knew where the camera was and he was like hiding his face. I liked all that, but I, I wanted a little bit more from him as far as action because, uh, kind of felt it was lacking in that depart department and, but overall, yeah, still still last on my ranking, but it's still a good film. All right. <clears throat> um, with uh, Rene Russo's character, Lorna Cole, she was IA. Mm-hmm. Who was she investigating before all of this took place or dealing with Travis and all that? Uh, I think the department period because of the, the guns that were coming up missing. Okay. All right. Cause uh, I mean, once everything started, I I, I kind of just I got I got sidetracked on why why she was there. I mean, because then to bring in a strong female role, okay, but but all right, yeah, that that makes more more sense to me. Yeah, because I think the guy that 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 got arrested and was being held in that uh, interrogation room, I think he had some kind of connection to Jack Travis, and they were that's why she was there to uh, interview him. Cause um, the, he was the 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 dude, one of the dudes that robbed um or tried to rob that uh, armored car. Yeah, that's why he went in there and and killed him, so he he wouldn't say, uh, basically wouldn't say his name, uh, Jack Travis's name. <clears throat> um, the only thing I didn't like about this, it's a major or a minor minor nitpick with me. Uh, Tracy Wolf's hair, Rianne. Uh, I didn't. I don't like short hair. That's me, everyone. <laughs> short hair doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, and it, it did not uh, work for her. I liked her hair, how it looked in in the first one. I liked it how it looked in the second. Um, this, I mean, she's still beautiful, but I I, I don't like short hair. <laughs> it just, I don't know. It's, it's something that I've always lived with. <laughs> I love how she looked in in the next one, and. uh I'll get to that when we get to it. But yeah, that was my only problem uh, with this film uh, was was her her hair. I mean, just I was looking at it like why, 
I, I don't know. It's, it's a dumb little nitpick. I'm sure some of you are just rolling your eyes at me, but that's me. <laughs> but, I mean, but I mean, I loved how this was. Oh, well, you know what? Really quick, we're gonna go back to the last episode with uh, part two. We totally skipped that bomb scene um, uh, when uh, uh, Roger was sitting on the toilet because after they um, <laughs> they started picking off all the cops, and then we, that's when the, everyone was looking for Roger, and they go, "He hasn't checked in." And then uh, Riggs went to the house and found uh, him sitting on the toilet. And then when he said, I goes, yeah, I was sitting here just reading my new uh, Field and Stream magazine. And he looked over <laughs> and he saw the boom, you're dead on the toilet paper. And that's when Riggs looked under and saw that there was C4. You know what my <laughs> favorite part of that whole thing is? When um, he says he's got a call for backup and he was like, oh, don't need use the private line because I don't want this to get out. And it just immediately cuts to streets filled with fire trucks police cars uh, ambulances uh, neighbors everybody i just love how he was, thought it was going to be like low-key <laughs> but it, 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 everybody came <laughs> and then the, the, the whole scene it was awesome i, I loved it and they, you did have that little touching moment between the two of them uh the but the the part that I rolled my eyes at even the very first time I saw it, and even in this last watch, when the fine, the when the bomb finally blows up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that C four blow blow a hole, and basically blow that whole house apart. But mm-hmm. it was right under behind the toilet seat, and when it blew up, you see the toilets, the whole toilet uh, come flying out of the house. No way that would have happened. That whole thing would have shattered right as soon as that <laughs> thing blew up. Uh, but it's a movie. But I was did the love- was the psychiatrist there too? Yeah, she kind of came in for like a second, and I was then, like, "Damn, you brought everybody!" Yeah, everybody showed up. <laughs> everybody and the mother showed up to see what was happening. But I love that thing. It was all right, man. On three, we're gonna jump into the tub, and then uh, they go. They they dumped uh, what was it? Uh, liquid nitrogen on it. So mm-hmm. they said it'll give you a few seconds uh, to just be clear of it, and then pull the the bomb blanket over you. I would have said, you know what? Give me some earplugs and some headphones or something to put because that blast, it was loud for them because they were like, ah, they were holding their ears. <laughs> but the part I liked is after after it blew up and they were still in the tub. And then uh, Murtaugh was on top of Riggs and he was like, get off me, man, before anyone sees us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just totally skipped. Yeah, that show was like three hours, but we like totally skipped that scene. But anyway. Uh, we gave you everything else. Yeah, <laughs> to the beginning <laughs> of this one, I, I loved it. This it's probably my favorite scene in, in the whole thing. Uh, what reminded me was the bomb. Uh, they get called to a, a building, and there's a bomb in, in the parking lot in the in the back seat of a of a car. Um, and then they're waiting for the bomb squad. They said it's not going to be there because they're stuck in traffic. So they're like, "Well, fuck it." And Riggs, you know how Martin is. He's like, "Fuck it, let's just go in there and try to do it." Uh, and Rogers, oh, I only got a couple more days to retirement. Like, how many fucking times are you going to retire? Once I say I'm retired, that's it. I'm not going <laughs> to change my mind. <laughs> I'm gone as soon as that as soon as that day comes. Won't come for another ten, 10 years, but I'm counting the days. Anyway, so <laughs> I love when they're sitting there and he's he's getting ready to cut the line. All right, man. Uh, well, I'll just cut this blue one and then uh, and then we'll get out of here. Then he goes to the red. He goes, Wait a minute! I thought you were going to cut the blue one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it when um, 
It was right before he was about to do it. He was, damn, aren't you going to miss this? And, and Martin was saying this to Raj. And Raj was like, what? And uh, I know a cat jumped on the car and scared them. And then he finally went, fuck it. He cut the, I can't remember which one he cut, but he cut it. But then the the timer on the, on the bomb just, did, 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 just started going faster. And he went, okay. He goes, what? He goes, grab the cat. <laughs> and they go running out of the building. Ah! And then the whole fucking building pulls up. And I, mean, I like I like how the bomb squad pulls up right after that. <laughs> that must have been a lot of explosives explosives in that car because it brought that whole building down. And uh, did they? I didn't watch any of the special features on the DVDs or the Blu-rays. Did they build that building to blow up? Um. It usually seems like they build it or they find a building that they can blow up because it's not being used or condemned or something. Because <laughs> that was cool, though. I mean, they, they came running out and that whole building just comes down. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they, like, kind of look up and see that just rubble and then the bomb squad comes rolling by. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I, to bring it back to reality for a second, could you do that job, be a bomb squad guy? No, 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 that's uh, not for me. No way, man. I mean, I'll give it up to all those guys that do it, man. That's that takes big balls, um, men and women. Yeah, just- I I wouldn't even do the the thing where they're controlling that robot because I don't even want to be responsible for that either. Hell no. Or even in that one movie, um, with the Hurt Locker. Yeah, that beginning scene when uh, was a guy Pierce mm-hmm. was, was trying to defuse that bomb. Oh fuck that but then again my hats off goes up to the men and women that, that really do this job because I had no way <laughs> I would do that I, I would have a panic attack and die before the bomb even blew up <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't ever want to be in these situations that these guys are put in <laughs> but I mean there's got to be some kind of um, uh, protocol or somebody in charge there to go hey you guys can't just go in there and do this I mean someone but then again, it's a movie. <laughs> so, no, they become captains in the next one. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. After this is when they get booted down to uh, foot uh, foot patrol, mm-hmm. and uh, that whole s- stuff was funny. My my favorite part during that is when uh, they're in the locker room and they're they're putting all their gear on, and then uh, Roger drops his gun and it goes off, and then Martin just goes ah, he just goes hella mad. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what else uh, happened in this? I don't remember. I remember the beginning, uh, the beginning and the see, end. Uh, uh, they, uh, damn. Was it uh, before or after this? Did they, uh, no, after this is when uh, they go on patrol. They fuck with the guy that's jaywalking. And uh, after they fuck with him, uh, Riggs notices uh, something going on, like uh, with the armored truck guys. Oh, that's right. Because they they're coming out with the money, uh, bags of money, and the bank guy comes out. And he's kind of yelling, to asking them questions, and then uh, the the real armor truck shows up, and then he's like, "Well, who are these guys?" And then uh, they just start opening fire on people, and uh, they, of course, you know, Riggs has to chase down the vehicle on foot and jump on it. And uh, I believe Murtaugh gets into the armored truck with the with the driver who uh, <laughs> instantly fell in love with him. 
She was funny. I liked her. She reminded me of my buddy's aunt. I mean, exactly like that. Big, big permed hair. And always singing, hella funny. I love yeah. her. Fuck, I uh, what, was, her what, was that she, what was that she said? Uh, you tell Mr. Murtaugh, he's the jam in my jelly roll. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was fun. I mean, that, that was a lot of uh, comedy in, in this one. And I, I loved that. I mean, to try to make a, a tense, an intense uh, police chase and then just be hella funny. Because she... Riggs is beating the shit out of that dude in the back of the of the of the first armored truck, and and Raj and uh, I can't remember the the black lady's name. She's hauling ass down the road, singing and leaning over and rubbing Raj's leg. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> is it worth it? <laughs> How'd they catch him? Um. Well, he he got in, and they started fighting, and. I don't remember exactly, but I know he had hit the brakes and um, the, the the guy the, the, that was uh, stealing the money had went through the windshield. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, the, no, I'm thinking of the next one. Did he kill the dude that he was fighting with first? Because the, the driver's no. the one that flew through the windshield. No, he he gets away, and uh, we see him later with uh, oh, yeah. Jack right. Jack Travis. That's right. Which that guy that gets away, he's always a henchman too. <laughs> because yeah, once the 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 the, the chase ended, yeah, because when he when Riggs slammed on the brake and that dude flew out the windshield, uh, that's when they just stopped it because he was on the on the hood and they handcuffed him, and then when Raj and that lady pull up. And then they just, yeah, they arrest him. And yeah, that's right, that other dude got away. Mm-hmm. Because then it goes to a construction site, and we see Jack Travis uh, talking to his crew. <clears throat> and then that's when that other dude, the guy that got that, well, the, the other uh, armored uh, guy, got away. Mm-hmm. They, <clears throat> they're at this uh, work site building condominiums, I believe. Yeah, Jack Travis had bought the whole area and so he owned it but he was still doing like shady shit because that's where he was getting all his money he was uh, stealing all the guns and then selling it that's what how he got the mm-hmm. money to make did, all that shit did you feel like this armed robbery thing wasn't like okayed by him I don't think so um, because it probably would have went a, a little bit better this one seemed like it was kind of sloppy it might have mm-hmm. just been those two guys but uh, or I don't know. I mean, it was either just them two thinking, trying to to uh, impress uh, Jack. But um, I don't know. I mean, because he ended up killing that dude. Because when he goes, yeah, man, just come with me. And they're walking. He was talking shit to him. And then he pushes him into some, some wet cement. And then they dump more on him. Yeah, I'd rather, that, take, a, Go ahead. I'd rather, I'd rather take a bullet to the head <laughs> than fucking drown in wet cement. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to be somebody's sidewalk or driveway for the rest of your life or not rest of your life you're dead but just forever i know i mean even one of my friends was not not during this movie he was he goes man what if there's people buried into the ground right here where we're i'm like dude you in the fucking crazy <laughs> shit <laughs> i mean but that's true though man especially way back in the day when uh especially in new york and how many people are buried in the sidewalk or uh, under these under under these buildings, <laughs> but that's just this my movie knowledge, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they ended up killing him, and then uh, that's what I th- did. He go to the police station after that guy? I think he did. Yeah, uh, this is when you get introduced to uh, Lorna, 
detective uh, Sergeant Cole and uh, she's internal affairs. Uh, basically they are the police for the police and they are all going there to meet the same guy and finds out her case is the same as their case. But, uh, they get beat to it by Jack Travis, who comes in. Like we said earlier, he knows all the procedures, everything, hiding his face from the camera, comes in the interrogation room, pops pops the guy, which, uh, of course, there's nobody around. He just okay. walks in, shoots him. And- really quick, did he know those dudes, those officers, when he first walked in there? Because it seemed like they all knew each other. I think so, because he definitely he knew the uh, the captain. They had they had history, so there there was bound to be people there that that he knew. And he was he retired, and then became that, bad. That I do not know. It kind of sounded like maybe he was fired because when she was reading off his his paperwork, it sounded like he had all these uh, citations and suspensions, and and they said he was a dirty cop. So, well, shit. I mean, you figured if he was, I'm sure everyone would have knew. That he was, but those guys acting like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? And I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, maybe that's, maybe they didn't know that he was fired or whatever. But yeah, because he walked in there. I liked how he did that, how he just went in there and leaned, like put his back to the camera and was kind of talking sideways at those dudes. Because they said that when they're watching the video. Look, man, he knew where the cameras were. Mm-hmm. That's when Lorna told him, was, look, there's, uh, we put cameras in the, um, what do you call those rooms? Interrogation rooms. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, what, when? Go, I don't know, like two years ago or whatever. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even tell them. Because, yeah, that's when they you can clearly see uh, who it was. Because he walked in on that dude and just <laughs> pumped in a couple of them. He had a silencer, didn't he? I had to have been a silencer. Cause then yeah. People but it's, run in. It, still, it still seemed like nobody was around. Yeah. I mean, he just blasted them and then walked out and just kept on going and it, again there's cameras in there was nobody watching those screens or I, I don't know <laughs> I, I don't know how it all works nope not in this department <laughs> no one was nobody was working everybody was hanging out so yeah that's when they they find out who it is and then the captain yeah he he, he knew who it was so um because she was the one that told him about the guns disappearing right yeah. Okay. And uh, they 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 were taken off the case, but the captain was kind of like, fuck that. And he reinstated them temporary to uh, what were they before? Detective sergeants. Yeah. Yeah. He reinstated them and uh, they were kind of on the case, even though I don't think it works that way. If internal affairs takes you off the case, you can't just say, well, I'm just going to be on the case. Yeah. Um because then if they find out, you'll really get fired and never come back. <laughs> but it's a movie, everybody. And plus, they're the heroes, so you gotta you gotta yeah. root for them. Um, and I know we we went and see his family, um, Riggs and uh, Murtaugh. They they were talking about going to see uh, Rihanna at, at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kind of pull up. What they stop at the liquor store for? Just to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Get some booze for later, I guess. Yeah, I don't but know. Rick Maybe they're going to get some beer and go sit on his boat, even though they never go anywhere on the boat, or at least in, the, in, the, in these first three. Yeah. I liked how uh, 
uh, Riggs was trying to quit smoking, but for some reason he always had a pack of cigarettes on him. So I assume he was smoking when no one else was around, but um, he kept trying to smoke and Raj kept, kept, kept knocking uh, cigarettes out of his mouth. Uh, he was eating dog biscuits. Yeah, that was funny. I mean, he was like, well, come on. He goes, here, eat these. And he, so he had the whole box he was eating. So there was Raj went in the liquor store. Riggs was outside looking around. He saw Rianne getting uh, <clears throat> kind of getting held from the back by somebody. Did that guy have a gun? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <clears throat> had a gun to Rianne's head, so Riggs goes running over there. Because um, Raj just told him, look, we're just going to go over here and we're to her job. He didn't say what she was doing. So he just assumed that she was working and some guy was trying to rob her. So he goes running over there. And, all right, here's another thing really quick. Another little nitpick. Um, I don't know if you've ever been on a movie set or a TV show set or whatever. He ran basically through everybody, cameras, sound crew, everybody and all to jump onto. <laughs> How did he not see all that? But again, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. So he ran and tackled that dude. And then when he got the gun, he was stuck in and went, what is this? And Because it was plastic. <laughs> and that's when Raj came running over and Rihanna was like, what are you doing? And then the director comes in and starts screaming at him. Uh, she, Rianne got fired for like about a second and then Martin was uh, slapping up the director. <laughs> yeah, it, it don't work that way either. No. <laughs> so, but, I think I think she got a raise too. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that that this is when the, the little short haired Rianne and I was like, oh, come on, baby, you look grow that hair back. She did for the fourth one. Uh, Sasha Banks is gonna debut next week with short hair. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of that, I don't like Ruby Riot short hair. Yeah, it's I, too short. I, she used to have like that in the indies and in, in earlier NXT. Yeah. But once her hair grew hell long and it was it was black, that's when I loved it. And I didn't really care for the red. But when she dyed it green, I was all about it. And now she cut it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> after this scene, what happened? Uh, I, we get to one scene of uh, them. Uh, Talking about the cop killer bullets. Oh, I think that's when they did the um the um, the gun range. Yeah, with the he was showing everybody, and of course, you know, you knew the one guy was gonna die because they kept referencing how young he was, and yeah, I mean, well, he he got some lines in the movie and got got to fire his gun a few times, but yeah, you you knew he was gonna die. <laughs> you bring in some nobody. Uh, but uh, yeah, he, he uh, Riggs was saying that there was some uh, these bullets out on with them. They weren't hollow points. They they I never seen a bullet like that. I don't know if these were real bullets, but um, the tips were like at a point, like mm-hmm. a really pointy point. And they were calling they were armor piercing, and they were calling them cop killers because he stuck it um a uh, Kevlar vest on on one of the little target things. And uh, I think he stuck a little piece of metal in it as well. He put it where, then he he took a shot at it, brought it back. It went through the front uh, of the vest, through that piece of metal, and came out the back. And that's when he was going, all right, everyone, um, this is this is what's on the street. Um, where did they get these bullets? They get it from those dudes uh, in the armored truck? Yeah. Okay. They, that's where they got the guns from. So... 
And I think that's when I think that's when they realized that there was the the, the guns were um, on the street as well, because they were saying there was a lot of guns that were supposed to be um, destroyed, but they disappeared somewhere. Yeah, because uh, Travis was selling them to it's it, they call him a mobster in this description, Tyrone. I didn't feel like he was a mobster because he seemed scared. Uh, was that um, Nick's friend? No, the uh, the guy that pulled up in the the limousine that was buying the guns from uh, Travis. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. No, he was just some little scrub. Maybe he was just starting to come up. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. didn't know too much of the game yet. <laughs> uh, well, Wikipedia has him down as a mobster. <clears throat> Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, I know they knew who they were looking for, and this is when Leo uh, he comes into play, and when they're talking about, they're watching the video at the police station, and Leo comes up talking, and they it, this is the scene when we see uh, Travis shoot that guy in the police station, and Leo goes, "Hey, I know that guy," and they're like, "What?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah." Uh, he he was trying to remember. Uh, where he saw him and everything, and then he kind of figured out, yeah, we, I was got, I got him some tickets uh, to the hockey game. I think it was the the L.A. Kings or whatever. Yeah, his story uh, though, I wanted to know what more about that story because he was talking about something about a party and somebody brought a monkey and the monkey broke something. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And then he was like, oh, hockey tickets. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, man. I don't know. I like monkeys, but I don't want to party with them. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up going to the to the hockey game, and they say, "He goes, well, where is he?" He goes, "Well, I got him really good, close close to to the glass, really good seat." So they're, they're walking around, they're looking for him, and then they kind of split up, and uh, they're still trying to look. So they Martin Riggs gets on the um on the announcement uh, mic and. This is Jack Chavis is the LAPD and stay where you are. Uh, one of uh, my associates will uh, uh, bring you to us. And that's when he kind of gets up and he starts looking around. He starts seeing security come in the direction. And then he uh, he starts to take off. Did he pull his gun out and shoot anyone? Uh, he ran on the ice. No, he he ran. He was running for the tunnel. And then uh, did Leo jump on him? Yeah, Leo jumped on him and. Yeah, they kind of fucked his arm up. Yeah, they kind of were fighting or struggling, and they went out into the ice, and uh, he shot Leo in the the arm. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know if you've ever ran on ice before, but man, again, a movie <laughs> shit. I mean, I've tried to run on uh, ice rinks, and nah, it, it was no joke. Fuck, I had a big ass lump on my head from falling, but. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, this part was cool, though. I mean, yeah, because then he ended up getting away, and then fuck, what happened? Um, uh, they took Leo to the hospital, and they they talked the doctor into having him stay there for a few days by telling him he had uh, a dum dum wound. Oh, <laughs> and he could he could die like after, if it's not treated right, and then. Uh, I think that what did I think uh, Riggs changed his uh, his chart to have a, a a rectal exam or proctologist or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, I think after that, because it says, however, Gets manages to to uh, provide them with information of a warehouse Travis owns 
which they suspect is where all he has stored uh, all his arms shipments. So that I think he told them all that before or hmm. after he got shot and everything. So that's when they uh, they show up to that. It says Riggs and Murtaugh contact Cole for backup before they raid the warehouse, and then they uh, and then stop to get something. Okay, this is when. All right, so yeah, mm-hmm. they were on their way there. But then they stopped uh, to get something to eat, and I, I like this scene because that's when uh, Roger he knew the guy that that run that little um, hamburger joint, and he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna make you the best burger." And, uh, the 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 cook is sitting there smoking a cigarette, and, and this is how scandalous smokers are, especially if you're trying to quit. A lot of my buddies were like this; they didn't care. They smoke butts off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Riggs leans over like, "Are you done with that?" Yeah, so he was about to hit it. <laughs> Roger, no, here, eat this, and then gave him a fucking a raw onion. So Riggs just bites into that. I like that the cook was just like looking at him, like, "What the fuck?" Watching him like eat the onion. <laughs> and this is when the the scene happens that we talked about about the the, the Murtaugh killing the 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 one kid. Because earlier, earlier when Raj was at his house, um, he goes outside and uh, Nick is out there talking to his friends. Yeah, and uh, Daryl. Daryl yeah, was his, his name. His uh, his friend Daryl, and he's just all thugged out and he's all in red. And then that's when he's like, uh, "How's Daryl doing? Is he all right?" And he goes, yeah, "He's good. He's cool, man. Don't worry about it." And the father mode kicks in. I mean, you just. Try to tell your kids to stay away from guys like that. My mom and dad said it to me, too. I had a lot of friends that were into some shit. Um, some didn't make it, and some were still out there doing it, and some retired. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I totally understood th- this part. So, yeah, so the, we knew who Daryl was, and we figured he was doing something uh, shady because he was trying to bring in Nick, and Nick was like, nah, I'm good. I mean, but Daryl was, was still, I guess that was a good friend uh, because he... He didn't try to bring Nick into it. I'm sure he threw it, gave him the offer, but then he probably told us, but nah, he's he, he's not about this life. Man. Let's just let's do what we got to do. So while uh, back to the little hamburger joint, Raj is cooking up the burgers, laughing around. Riggs turns around eating his onion, and he notices um, some guys at like a construction site. Um, guys in all red, and there was some, looked like there was some kind of exchanges going on. So he kind of walks over there and looks, and he kind of peeks around the corner and comes out with his badge and, oh, hey, LAPD. And then those guys immediately turn around and just start opening fire uh, on Riggs. Mm-hmm. Raj hears it. He goes running over there. Um, Riggs is about to shoot someone because everyone's running and getting the hell out of there, and cars are taking off. Someone hits him in the back of the head, with uh, hits uh, Martin in the back of the head with a two-by-four. That must have fucking sucked. Because he mm-hmm. falls down, he's all dizzy. Um, I think that was Daryl that hit him with the two. No, Daryl. Daryl was in the uh, the shed. Okay, did that guy get get away? Who hit him with the board? Yeah, because he he hit him, and then you the camera goes to him, and he he's gone down down the alleyway. Okay, so yeah, because then when he's there, uh, and he, the, I know the Daryl. Well, we don't we don't know it's Daryl. I I guess we kind of do. He's firing the gun out out <clears throat> out the the door. Roger comes running over, makes sure pulls Riggs out of the way, makes sure he's all right, and then he kind of tells him that direction. Roger sees where there's gunfire, and Rod just opens fire. He uses um 
Martin's gun first and just unloads that clip, then pulls out his and then starts firing it. And then you see um, Daryl come like basically like crawling out of uh, out of the door and then he just falls to the ground and uh, Raj runs up to him. And then when he flips him over, that's when he realizes that it's Daryl. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he's like, call an ambulance. And he's trying to just revive him. And I mean, this part was tough, too, because Riggs comes over to him. He goes, dude, Raj, he's gone. He's gone, man. Mm -hmm. He goes, it's too late. It it was a clean shot, man. We're all right. He he goes, he was going to kill you and he was going to kill me. Yeah. And and it was that was true because uh, before before uh, Murtaugh opened fire, he he gave him a warning and I, I believe Daryl like stuck his arm out of the shed and started firing the gun. Yeah. Um, but just the, the look on, on Roger's face was just like horrifying. Like, cause he said, I know this kid and I'm mm-hmm. sure he, I mean, we've known our, our kids friends since they were little, little kids and to see, Someone that you see grow up, and then um, something like that happens. I mean, I some of my son's friends were out there doing stupid shit, and uh, some are in prison, and some are living a homeless on the street, as well as some of my friends is too. I mean, one of one of my buddies, he's like homeless in San Francisco, and he did a lot of a lot of dirty shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so, what would what would you say Daryl's probably was sixteen, seventeen? He he had to be the same age as Nick. So, yeah, Nick was still in high school, so he was still a teenager. But he was out there trying to live that life, and that's what happens. It's consequences. Yep. I mean, you want to do it, man. You just you got to deal with it. You had the consequences of what happened. So any of you young listeners, man, just try to just do right. Go to school. Yeah, go to school and do all that, man. I'm not saying I was the best kid. Uh, in the neighborhood, but um, I seen my share of shit and did my share of dirt. So, but that's behind me. I'm I'm mm-hmm. glad that I'm still here to to talk about it. But I mean, I mean, but especially in this film, I mean that that that's this story dealing with that with the uh, little kids just growing up into to 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 jump into the life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a story that's being told all over this country. I mean, I'm I'm sure it happens in other parts of the world as well. But mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> just like I, I always tell my kids, you don't need to touch the fire to feel how hot it is, especially if somebody's telling you it's hot. Yep. And some gotta gotta see for themselves though, and listen to people that's been there and done that. Yep. So I always tell my son. I said, you only know this little town you grew up in. I said, now you're in the Bay Area, you don't know nothing about that life. Hmm. I said, just keep your head above the ground and do good. I said, that's all I ask of you. He listens. I think he's more mad of uh, disappointing his mom. <laughs> so he, he's a good kid. That's good. So, um, yeah, they, they realized that, that one of the guns that, that Daryl had, it had the armor-piercing bullets in it. And... um they find out that it was a part of one of the shipments that was stolen that was meant to be destroyed. And it was stolen by Travis, and obviously they were the ones that sold it to all the gangbangers in the streets. So uh, I know Roger, He everybody was looking for him because he tried to go home, but he just, I'm sure he couldn't face his son, but and, and much less his family. And then he just 
he kept on going. And then um, they, um, Riggs was trying to do some more investigating, and he was dealing with Lorna. This is when they had their little uh, showing off all their scar scenes. Not yet. They have to go to the warehouse first. Oh, oh, that's right. Um, but I think it was a no. They they show up with Raj, but that they this is when um, before that is when they uh, Riggs goes to um, he finds Raj at his boat, and uh, he's all drunk. Well, Cole or Lorna and um, uh, Riggs they go they go to the, uh, somewhere else first because that's when you have the scene with the with the dog the Rottweiler. Oh, that's right. And then they find those guys who are loading those uh, cases of guns in the back of the truck. And this is where you get to see uh, Lorna in action. Oh, that's right. Because he watches her kick, uh, kick those dudes asses. And then because later he's when he he stops uh, Raj from jumping in. Yeah, watch this. (laughs) And after this scene is when you get the comparing of all the the bullet wounds and stab wounds. And and then he beats it up. And then, mm-hmm. and then he goes to look for Raj. Yeah, which I always found. I was like, "Wow." I mean, I I, I, mean, I know it's a movie, but like, <laughs> you, you went and did all this, and then you went and checked on him. Yeah, I mean, I think I would have went and looked for my buddy first before, because <laughs> if it's there, you know, it's gonna be there later for you. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's a movie, everyone. Um. So yeah, he goes to Raj's boat. And uh, Raj is in there. He goes looking around, doesn't see him, and then Raj pulls his gun out on him, and and Raj is just wasted. And this, whew, this part was tough, man. It just because he was just he was just crying for for what he did. Other than he shot, I mean, you can see it because one of my one of my buddy's dad said he goes, it, it, "What hurt him is that he shot another black kid." And mm-hmm. he said it was it was it was that hard for him. I mean, that's exactly what happened in this. Roger was other than it was someone he knew. It was just a young, a young black teenager uh, that was, there was just. Yeah, he was he was defending himself. But then again, I mean, I don't think he, it would have been that bad if he didn't know that kid. Because he mm-hmm. kept saying he kept saying, I know him. I know this kid. I, and it was just eating him up. Which it, it probably would have done to to anybody, yeah. So, but that that scene was tough, and Raj or Riggs was just trying to hold his buddy together, hold his brother together. They yeah, they fell out of the boat. <laughs> yeah, because uh, oh no, he punched Raj, him. <laughs> yeah, he kept trying to fight him. <laughs> yeah, and then they had that conversation with it, which I thought was a good scene. How because he's uh, he kept saying, uh, talking about retirement, retirement, and then Riggs kind of goes off on him, basically telling him like, "I'm part of your life, your family's part of your my life, your kids are my kids, and when you retire, you're you're not just retiring you, you're retiring us." Yeah, that's when they they got in that little scuffle and. Fell into the water. You realize yeah, they, he, he sobered up hella fast when the cops showed up. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was, I thought that was a good scene though, because he just kept telling Murtaugh like, "You care." And Murtaugh was like, "I don't care. I don't care." But yeah, when they hit that water, the water must have been super cold too. Yeah, because he sobered up hella quick. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't slurring anymore. But 
I mean, that was a good scene. That was a good, strong scene to see. I mean, we only know from what we've seen in the movies, but we saw how they were in the very beginning to where they didn't want to work with each other. But then at the end of the movie, I mean, he's welcoming them into his house. And then the second one, we already know they're tighter. And this one, they're even tighter. And uh, that scene in the boat, I mean, all the dialogue, I mean, was, was just like heartfelt and that's why it it always puts me to tears, man. Because that I mean that's true, man. When you when you have homies like that, I mean you know, mm-hmm. and you've 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 been there for each other. You've been through this shit. I mean when when your homie's sad, you're sad. I've been there many times with a lot of my friends. So, but I love that scene. It, it was a really good, powerful scene. Um. We'll oh, the then funeral next. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't hear that song at all. Uh, boys to men. Yeah, it. Fuck. Uh, it reminds me of my buddy's funeral. My, my buddy Brody. He, he got. He was riding a skateboard at night. And he got hit. He got hit by a car. Mm. Killed him. And they played that at his funeral. I was good until that song came on, and then I just went, "Oh fuck!" It just, it just floored me. So every time I hear that song, if it comes on the radio, especially it was when it was a hit. I had to change it. I couldn't hear. It. I couldn't listen to it. And during this scene, I haven't heard that song maybe since the last time I watched this film. But when that song came on, I was like, "Oh, I mean, it was a tough scene." And mm-hmm. it was it was a good song to choose to fit that scene. And and like like you said earlier when when his mom when he walked up, Raj tried to apologize to Daryl's mom and she probably didn't want to do it, but she was mad. I mean, the, this guy killed her son, but she I'm sure she just wanted to get it out of her system. But, I mean, I liked mm-hmm. what the dad said. He was, you want to do something, find the guy that put the gun in, in my son's hand. This is where you get angry, Roger. Who did he roll up on first? I, I want to say it was one of uh, one of Daryl's friends. That I don't know if he was there with him or just somebody where he probably knew this guy would know where Daryl got the gun. And which he he had the gun Daryl had in his hand. Okay, really quick. Another nitpick. Did they not? That gun should have been in, in evidence. And I don't think they're just going to let you take a murder we- or Well, not a murder weapon, but a stolen <laughs> machine gun. Uh, out of evidence. Technically, I mean, they're not even supposed to be on the case. Yeah, okay. So, so yeah, I guess you can, you can break all the laws you want. <laughs> Which, I, I guess you figure Lorna's kind of just throwing the rules out the window at this point, too. Yeah, he, he hit that spot, so she was just looking the other way. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he puts, he puts the gun up to this kid's head, and he apparently... Because we cut to the scene of them showing up to Tyrone, the doing air quotes, mobster's house. And so I'm assuming he gave up all the information. Yeah, he did. Um, so after he, he, they, shit, what happened after they showed up? Um, Do we go back to the police station after this? Um, when Travis shows up? Or or is this when uh, the three of them go to that uh, construction site, garage, or whatever? It's like a car garage because they had like bumpers and rims and. 
Oh, Maybe yeah, it was like, like a chop shop or something. Yeah, because they had guns in in the back of that car in, in the trunk, and it was it was some kind of deal going down. Because uh, then they rolled up on there and started looking, and then that's when Lorna went up and was trying to stop him. And then uh, Riggs held back Roger because I need to just watch this. And then she commenced to kick in their asses. <laughs> yeah, he he's in love because her, her Rod is like, there's like five of them. And, and Riggs is like, I know, I know. <laughs> he, you got it, honey? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, Rod, look at this spin kick right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did they interrogate someone? Uh, they had that one guy who was like a mechanic. They had him handcuffed, and then I guess he was like, I, I I, don't know no Jack Travis. And then Riggs was like, I never said his name. And then the guy was just kind of like, oh, shit. Yep. Gave up that information. And I think that's when we go back to the um, uh, police station. And then, fuck, I don't remember. I think this is when uh, Travis comes back. I don't... Is he? I don't remember if he's going for the guns or what. And then he takes uh, he takes the captain hostage. Oh, that's right. Um, I think he was going back for the guns. Okay. Um, I'm trying. I'm looking at uh, Riggs, Murtaugh, and Cole are able to take several of the men into custody. Custody there. Meanwhile, it was after she beat them all up. Meanwhile, after meanwhile, Travis finds. He cannot use his credentials anymore, and he has one of his men hack into the computer system to find an, uh, another arm storage area. And then he forces Cap. This is when he goes in there, says hmm. he forces Captain Murphy uh, under gunpoint to take him uh, to this new facility so he can steal the guns using Mur- Murphy's uh, credentials, the captain's credentials. Oh, okay, and, that that was the reason why they took. And him. I want to say Captain Murphy is the most understanding captain. Yeah, man. I, I, I think I think in I think it was in this one where Riggs is smoking in his office and he was like, "Do you see what that sign says?" And he was like, "Yeah, the same thing as this other sign, but I don't give a fuck." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Captain, you just let your let your men talk to you, however." But I guess <laughs> says Cole finds uh, the evidence of hacking in Murphy's uh, absence and the three along with the rookie cop. Oh, this is when they bring uh, that one little rookie guy and who looks up to Riggs and Murtaugh to go intercept Travis. They are able to rescue Murphy and stop Travis and his men before they can take the weapons, and then it says the rookie gets killed. All right. So when they go there, uh, they're, they're, that was when they're at that train station. Um, mm-hmm. Were they? It was, a, it was under construction, I think. Yeah, were they? was it like a gun deal going down? Because I can't remember. It wasn't where think- the guns were, was it? I think it it was all un, I don't know it was it seemed weird it seemed like the whole thing was under construction in the same area so I think their idea was to cuz they had that truck that kind of had the little uh train track wheels that that fall down so I think it was uh they were going to get the guns and they were going to use the tr- the train tracks that was under construction to to get them out I think they they already loaded it up because they had um uh, there was, uh, I think it was just bullets in, in the back of that truck. Okay. Because then, then when, when they showed up, uh, they took off and, um, they, they saved the captain and Riggs went hauling ass, uh, after that truck. 
And then, um, <laughs> where'd that train come from? <laughs> oh no, he 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 went running after that truck. Then he got to the to the train station. Then he jumped up onto the platform, and then he was running, running, hauling ass as fast as faster than the train. And then jumped in, the, <laughs> jumped in the on the very front of the of the of, of the driver's car. And then he was hanging on. He was like, all right, punch it, telling the driver to catch up to to the car that was still on the tracks. And um, no way that that guy. <laughs> well, he showed him his badge, but then. He could have been some lunatic with a fake uh, police badge movie, everyone. So <laughs> they go hauling ass after that truck. I loved it because he was just hanging on. Luckily, there was a bumper for him to stand on. Well, I'm sure there is bumpers on those things. I'm sure those trains hit each other all the time. So <laughs> he was standing on there holding on to the, the, the windshield wipers. and They were hauling ass. Um, I like that car because, yeah, it had little wheels that, that fit on the tracks. But once they got out into the open, those little wheels came up and then they took off. Um, He chased them. Oh, he got outside and then he started running after him again. And uh, Murtaugh and everyone else is is, is just trying to find him. Uh, Riggs is running down the street and he sees a um, a traffic cop uh, has someone stopped, a motorcycle cop. And he shows him his badge. Yeah, I'm in opera suit. He jumps on the bike, takes off. (laughs) This is probably my favorite scene because he's hauling ass on this police bike chasing them. They're on this busy ass freeway uh, that's uh, under construction. Um, that truck kind of makes a, a hard left to go into one of the construction areas on, on the freeway. And Riggs goes hauling ass after him. I don't know what they were doing there. And I don't know why there was big old clouds of smoke uh, or uh, steam or whatever. <laughs> So that truck drives through it, and then when oh fuck, they realize that the the freeway is has not completed. It's it's ended. Man, they should have just did a speed, boom, jumped it. <laughs> you can jump it in that big bus. You can jump it in that little truck. But uh, I don't think there was a another <laughs> side of the freeway. So they they slammed on the brakes, didn't they? And then they turned. Oh yeah, they they turned around, and then they went charging back the other direction. And this is when Riggs was about to go head on with them, and then he swerved. And he wiped out on his bike and then just slid. Luckily, there was all these um, uh, power cables or whatever they were and ropes all matted up. I don't know who's running this construction site, but (laughs) it was totally a a hazard. (laughs) He grabs those ropes and I love how he just goes, ah, flies off the off the freeway and swings. And luckily, Murtaugh just happened to pull up right at the right spot at the bottom. Hey, it's his partner. <laughs> so everyone showed up because even Leo showed up. Uh, so Riggs is hanging there on on the with the ropes, and uh, I guess um, well, I don't know. I think the the ropes like just got untangled or something because then it it really just loosened up and fell. And I love this camera shot. Uh, it's from above. You see Riggs falling, and he just like, oh shit! He's falling backwards and. <laughs> goes crashing into uh, all these little construction boards. Luckily, that was there. He didn't go straight to the ground. So, but uh, that was him. Uh, they, 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 he did that stunt. I'm sure he didn't do the when when they show him slamming into it. But that, that was him. I'm sure he was all sh- fucking cabled up and everything. And because that was a cool little shot, I liked how they did it. And then that's when uh, everyone shows up. Um, Leo showed up. Uh. 
Although this is when they, when he told him about the construction site, about being the the Jack owed it way out there. Cause yeah, the, Leo had the information. I don't know how he knew where to find Riggs and Murtaugh, but uh, he's the one that gave him information about the housing development. Because well, he was a real estate agent, so he was he because he remembered the name, and then he was like, "Yeah, he he bought up all this land way out there, and that's probably where everything's going on." And he wanted to go with them. And they were like, no. So fucking Riggs shocked um, Leo's tire. <laughs> and he goes, I got a spare. And then Raj blew out the back tire. <laughs> and then they took off. And then they went out there. Um, oh, well, before all that, I mean, while they were still in, in, the, in the train station before the chase, um, that's when that rookie cop got shot. Yeah. Uh, the bullet went straight through whatever he was hiding behind. Yeah. And it, and it, and it hit him. So he was and, dead. And it was his birthday. 21. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, well, we knew he was going to die when they. Oh, yeah. They kept just letting you know he's super young and a rookie. Yeah. Just over and over. I'm like, oh, well, you're dead. <laughs> so, yeah, then they uh, they all end up going out to the, that construction site. All right. I know they're not supposed to be on the case, and they're broke. They're breaking down all, all these protocols. The captain already knows all this. Well, since the captain was in, involved in all this, and he knew where they were going, why didn't the fucking whole police force go out there? This makes the movie better. It's just <laughs> them three that <laughs> takes everybody down. So they go out there. Um, I know Lorna was kicking ass for a minute, but then she got shot, didn't she? Yeah, she got shot, and... Uh... It's just a huge gunfight, and uh, then of course, you know, Riggs always has to do something crazy. So he, um, what was it like, a gas tank that had a hose to it that he just started letting it go, and he was like, "Count to ten. Uh, he's talking to Roger. Count to ten, and then light it up. And he's driving while it's just leaking this gas, this fuel all over the place. Yeah, that's right, because he drove through all the, the. It was all just wood frames. Mm-hmm. And he crashed through all that, and spilled gas everywhere, and then they lit it up, and then <sighs> the whole development uh, was on fire. And he, this is when he was fighting uh, Jack, right? Yeah, which I kind of thought this was weak. Oh man, yeah, Martin would have just fucking whooped his ass with the first couple punches. I don't think Jack was that tough of a cop. I, I did like how he killed him though with his own weapons. Where armor pitched some bullets because uh, um, they had fought for a minute and then he had got onto this uh, bulldozer and was uh, driving it towards uh, Riggs and then Riggs had one of the guns and then fired it and it went through the, the little, um, I don't know what you call it, but the, the front part of the bulldozer and straight through and killed uh, Travis. Which I just I, I like how he, he got taken out. I just thought there would have been more to lead up to that point. All right, here's another nitpick. Um, I don't know how thick those little uh, scooper things are in the front of a bulldozer, <laughs> but I'm, I guarantee you no bullet can, <laughs> what could go through that solid, thick-ass steel, but that, that's me. Cop killers. <laughs> cop killer bullets. And he's an uh, ex-cop, so. <laughs> I, I thought, uh, what did Roger do? Did you just Roger back? Yeah, Roger was taking out people left and right, and 
laying down cover fire, and uh, he he took out a quite a few people. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking, what the hell was he doing when Riggs was doing all this? And Lorna was shot. Um, then what happened? Uh, they had the little uh love moment where he's telling her to to live, and he loves her, and then they her for a couple days. Yeah, but I guess according to the movie, they have so much in common and been through so much in a couple days that they're in love with each other. And then uh, the helicopter takes her to the hospital. And then uh, what do we cut to the next day? Because I guess uh, Raj was uh, trying to sell his house and then they'd change, which you get the fucking bathroom scene again. I, I don't know. Fucking leave me alone while I'm in the tub. And this time they, I mean, it was proved that he was naked because Leo looks in and goes, because he points at it. Yeah. In reference, I mean, I'm, look, I love my kids and my wife and everything, but if I'm in there in the bath butt naked, no one's coming in. I don't care what's going on. (laughs) But it says the next day Murtaugh's family are celebrating his retirement uh, when Murtaugh reveals to Getz that he's decided not to sell his house and stay on the force, preserving his partnership with Riggs, film ends. Riggs announces Murtaugh, he and Cole are in a relationship. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because they bust in doing another scene uh, with a retirement cake and all that, but then there's when he finally realizes, nah, I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm still, still got a few more years in him, and then, yeah, that's when Riggs tells him about him and uh, Lorna and movie's over um mm-hmm. yeah i mean talking about it man i mean it's good i mean i, I liked uh what was happening in those the scenes between raj and Riggs uh during the sad parts it was probably like one of the best best scenes uh within within the series yeah so, it's a really good uh character development between them between uh for their relationship to just show you how much they, they care about each other and how much they've been through. You know, will it? I'm not too old for this shit. I'm not too old for this shit. You will it not. We're not too old for this shit. Oh, well, we're, we're not, not too old, old for this shit. We're, we're not, not too, too old, old for this shit. Say like you believe we're, we're not too old for this shit. Yeah. And yeah. we're not too old for this shit. I'm not going to buy a hemorrhoid cushion. We're not too old for this shit. I'm not going to get corn. Yeah, I, I got corn, sir. Yeah, I'm not wearing a suit. Hey, what's wrong with wearing a suit? There's nothing wrong with a suit. Hey, I'm so Yep, so that was, what, 92 when that one came out? Yep. All right, we can go to, uh, from 92 to 1998. Um, this is one I had no idea that that it was coming. It just fucking, I saw a trailer, and I was like, what? I was super excited. I was like, all right, man, hopefully this, maybe this is the last one. Get out of the way! It's summer. I give my right arm for a siren right now. If you're looking for fun... Warner Brothers invites you to join the gang. Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Joe Pesci, Rene Russo, and Chris Rock in a Richard Donner film. Lethal Weapon 4. This summer's gonna be lethal! Read it all. Starts Friday, July 10th. Um, this is Lethal Weapon 4. Came out in 98. Action comedy. Detective Riggs tries to settle down with his pregnant girlfriend, Lorna, uh, while his partner, Murtaugh, comes to the grips with the marriage of his pregnant daughter, Rianne, to a fellow to fellow cop butters. 
Okay, spoiler alert. Uh, but then find themselves and their families targeted by Chinese mobsters led by Wasing Ku. Uh, that's Jet Li. I didn't even know he had a name. Uh, Riggs, Murtaugh, Butters, and Private Eye Gets uh, decide to go on the offense before the gangsters <laughs> get uh, defensive before the g- gangsters get to their loved ones. Oh, okay. Private Eye Gets. Yeah. Uh, all right. It was a gumshoe. Um, that was Google. So- Surprised they didn't use that name into it, like Leo gets private eye because Leo always gets his man or some some something like that. <laughs> um, with personal crisis uh, and aging Wayne weighing in on them, LAPD officers Riggs and Murtaugh must uh, contend with deadly Chinese triads that are trying to free their former leaders out of prison and into on and onto American soil. Mm, okay. Uh, Richard Donner, he well, he directed all of them. He's back. Shane Black wrote this. Jonathan Lemkin, and there's three other people. I want to go through it. Uh, everyone's back again. Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Joe Pesci, Rene Russo, uh, Stephen Kahn. That's Captain Murphy. He's back. Um, the whole Murtaugh family, uh, they're all back. All the same actors. Uh, Tracy Wolf, whew, she looked hot. Hair was long again. Um, <sighs> I don't, I don't know what it is, but I don't know. Like once you become a mom, in my eyes, you just get hotter. <laughs> so she was pregnant, uh, but at this point, we don't know by who because uh, they they kind of go into it. And Roger's thinking, oh, I'm going to be the one raising this kid because you're going to be raising this kid by yourself. But uh, we get some new uh, some new comic relief, and that's uh, the, the great Chris Rock. He's Lee Butters. Uh I was kind of when I remember seeing his name on the poster or seeing him in the trailer, and I was thinking, man, that's kind of a lot of guys, a lot of funny dudes in this one. So I wasn't really sure on how um, he was going to mess with them. But Chris Rock slid right in like he he's been in all four movies. So mm-hmm. I I thought he he was really good um, uh, addition to, to the cast. Um, and this is when I was introduced to Jet Li. I never seen this guy before, and I did not know who he was, and uh, didn't realize how badass he was in this film. I mean, this—I mean, this one opened my eyes, opened the doors to who Jet Li was, because that's when I had to go back and I went to the video store and started renting everything, all his old movies that he was in. Um, was this his uh, American breakthrough? Uh, this is what I remember him from as far as uh, American films. The first thing, I, yeah, yeah, I want, I want, I could be wrong. Maybe if one of you guys know, I mean, whoever's the, the Jet Li, um, um, <clears throat> that knows everything about him. I mean, I didn't. Again, I didn't know nothing about him. This was the first thing I'd seen him in. I thought it was awesome, and then I just went back and started watching all his, his old uh, kung fu flicks, which yeah. are badass. I'm looking. It looks like this was. Probably his first one, and then right after this, he did uh, Romeo Must Die. We gotta do that one at some point. That Kiss of the Dragon, and um, what was that one with DMX? Oh, Cradles of the Grave. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. The only part I remember that is when he the DMX was on those quads, jumping from roof to roof. <laughs> what I remember is when DMX ran up that wall. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got goofy, but uh, hey. Well, what can you do? 
But uh, this one was fucking awesome. I mean, this is my second. I love the first one. And then if I got to put them in order, it's one, four, two, then three. But I, cause I, what sold this one to me, other than every time Danny Glover and, and uh, Mel Gibson are on the screen are awesome as well, is Joe Pesci, um, was the bad guy. I mean, mm-hmm. Jet, Jet Li, he wasn't the main bad guy. He, he was just uh, there. And he was basically the muscle. And they had a bunch of uh, henchmen that we all know and love. We've seen them in, in many different films. Um, the the one that always stood out to me was the one that, that Rambo killed uh, in Rambo 2. Well, he was Vietnamese in that one. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> um, the guy, he shot him with the exploding arrow. Yeah. Uh, he just watched Rambo shoot an arrow at him. <laughs> <laughs> he just tried to run and didn't even try to hide. George uh, Cheung, I think that's his name. He's a fan in, in this. He he's one of those guys that okay. I mean, he's. I think he was in. Was he in Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah, and so was the other guy that. Uh, we're kind of jumping over here, but um, the, the one that uh, Jet Li takes out yeah, on the rooftop. Oh, him. He was, and then the the other dude with the uh, long hair, um, Jeff Amada. I think he was in, in big trouble as well. I mean, but then again, all these guys, I mean, yeah, he wasn't. He was uh, one of the stunt guys in big trouble in Little China. These guys, uh, as well as, um, uh, what's his name, Al Young, he's in this. Um, I didn't see him, but they said he was one of the stunt dudes. So, of course, I mean, he, he's a legendary stunt man. And uh, he's one of those. Hey, that it's that guy. <laughs> so I mean, there was a lot, uh, a lot of the guys uh, of uh, on the um, in the Triad Gang uh, crew you'd seen before in, in other other movies, be it some other martial arts movie or or what have you. So uh, again, we've well, we always bring them up uh, when when we talk about these action films. But it's good to see them in the back i think you get more excited like oh hey there's that one dude or hey there's that other guy hey, one <laughs> of the one of the henchmen was uh what's his name from best of the best uh day han oh <laughs> best of the best we're gonna do that one too yeah i was say put it down <laughs> i've been seeing those movies you know, I, mean, I just found they did like four or five but I, I, i've seen three of them but I, I never knew until recently the day han and the the main guy um for America, uh, what was his name? Oh fuck! I can't Tommy or say. whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're they're brothers in real life. What? Yeah, what? Uh, Day Hans is older brother. Oh okay. Just off the was uh not the one where no not Lorenzo Lamas um uh, Darth Vader. Yeah. Fucking James Earl Jones. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll when we get to those. <laughs> Quick question. I know we're, we we tend to get off subject, but is he coming back to do Vader's voice? Uh, I don't see why not. I mean, all he's doing is sitting in a room reading the script. I mean, he, I mean, did, he did it for Rogue One and Revenge of the Sith. So is it going to be his voice with the mask on and then Hayden Christensen's voice when he takes the mask off? I guess. I mean, okay. Are they gonna dub it over? Uh, no, sound it, like James Earl Jones. It's gotta be James Earl Jones. It can't be Christian Hansen. I mean, I know this is this, okay. Really quick, I know we're supposed to be talking about this one. Um, but everybody was pissed on how 
Hayden Christensen acted in Attack of the Clones and mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith. Yes, it wasn't the greatest acting, but I can appreciate what he did in those two movies. He he did what he was hired for. Was was he the greatest actor? No, but he still did it. And now everyone's ah oh, super excited. Now you've got had to get in the comments. You guys were all mad before. Now mm-hmm. why are you all excited? I was excited because I liked him no matter what. But anyway, we'll we'll get to that when the when when it comes out. <laughs> so, um. As far as bad guys in this one, I thought I, I really liked out of all four of them. I think I liked these guys the best. I mean, dealing with the the Chinese triad uh, gangs um, that leak, that start in China and then they end up here in America. Um, so I liked uh, especially uh, was it Uncle Benny? Uh, I Uncle him. Benny, <laughs> Kim Chan. <laughs> he, he's good in everything. He pops up. He, he's another yeah. one of those guys that pops up in all kinds of films. Um, but uh, how how did this one start? Uh, the, the oh. fucking crazy guy with the the armor and the flamethrower and machine gun, and I have no idea what the fuck he was trying to do. Yeah, that's right. Because they just showed up, and you see that guy with a flamethrower and and a machine gun, and then uh, they're they're just trying to 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 stop him. Uh, because yeah, I don't know what they never really said why. Guy woke up hating the world and put on all his armored gear because he was like head to toe uh, with uh, the armored stuff. Mm-hmm. That that uh, welding mask, I guess I assume that was bulletproof as well, as well as the body armor and all that he had on. Yeah, because uh, Riggs was going for headshots and they were just like ping, ping, ping. Yeah, so that's when they came up with the idea of just you know you you got to distract him so I can shoot. Um, the the fuel line on on his uh, backpack uh, that went to the flamethrower. Um, I love this part, um, and it's real. It touches me now because we lost the great Eddie Van Halen, and that's what that guy does. He turns up. Uh, fuck, was it fire in the hole? That one Van Halen song when Sammy Hagar was in the group. He turns it up full blast and <laughs> starts blowing shit up and shooting his uh, machine gun and everything. Rest in peace, Eddie. We love you and we miss you. Um, but I like that because he, he told Roger, he goes, man, he goes, you just got to take off your clothes and go over there and, and, and make sounds like a bird. He goes, is that going to help? He goes, yeah, man, it'll distract him so I can shoot him. I, I love when, when well, I guess the, the shit's going down and you're just trying to think really quick. But Roger's like, all right, he goes out there and does it and takes his clothes off and he has... Uh, uh, his boxes with hearts on it. <laughs> he starts <laughs> laughing, and then he goes out there and doing it. And then that's when that that guy turns to him. Uh, he's getting ready to to torch Raj Riggs and opens fires on him, and then hits his fuel line, and then he falls over and like a rocket. He goes shooting into. Luckily, that big um fuel truck was right there because he he goes right into that. Then the whole thing blows up. <laughs> Oh, the old fuel truck that's just there. <laughs> oh, that whole thing blew up, and then uh, they're like, "Oh man, do you think it worked?" <laughs> he goes, "Do you think what I did helped?" And he went, "No, I just wanted to see if you'd do it." <laughs> so, um, then where does it go? Uh, I think we we need to go back to the police station, but I th- I want to say we go to China. When they are loading, uh, we don't know who they are yet, but they're loading these uh, prisoners onto a plane. All right. Um, let me see. 
I'm on uh, Wikipedia. Um, no, no, no. After that, after that whole thing is when they, they go to the boat. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. That we, we finally see Raj out in the open, uh, in the open ocean. Um, it's not the same boat that he had in the first one or the second one, so <laughs> he must be that. Well, and I guess he had more money in this one. Because there are Raj, uh, Leo, and Martin are on the boat, and uh, they're laughing around because um, Leo caught a shark. Um, looked like a little Mako shark or something. Shout out mm-hmm. to the uh, a special effects guy. It wasn't CGI or nothing. It was something they made. <laughs> so uh, they, the boat that shark was on the boat trying to flip it, uh, flip and flop, and they were kind of going off like, yeah, whatever, man, laughing around. He goes, he Leo wanted to just get it uh, stuffed and mounted onto the wall. So while they're laughing around and giggling and everything, um, this big freighter uh, comes almost, almost. Does he hit his boat? I, I think it almost does. I think it may, it may have grazed it. So because when it goes by and they're like, what the fuck is that? And then they start looking up and then they're like, they start to chase it because it's it's kind of hauling ass. It was going by pretty quick. And then oh, they, they heard gunshots. Yeah. So say that they heard some gunshots. So they go chasing it. And uh, that's when they uh, they they take they pull up to the back and then um, they're showing their badges and then those uh the, the Chinese guys on the back of that boat start opening fire uh on on them and that's when uh Riggs pulls out his sidearm and just starts unloading on them and it's all right get up to the side and that's when they get up to the side of the boat and then Rod or um uh Riggs jumps on, on that little hook thing little pulley and then he he goes up and gets on the boat and then he kind of gets in the scuffle with those dudes and he kills uh some of them uh on the back um, what blew up? Uh, he shot uh, they uh, what are, what do you call them? Like oil canisters. Okay. And when they when when they got shot, they would like shoot straight up in the air. <laughs> because uh, oh the um the boat already like it, uh, the uh, beached uh, up onto the sand, so it stopped. And uh, um, Raj and Leo were still on the boat, and yeah, that's when um, Riggs hit that one barrel and. It blew up and shot straight up in the air. And then uh, it started to come down because they were like, oh, look. And then it came down. And they were like, ah. So those two jumped off the boat because that barrel came down and and, uh, smashed onto his boat. And it started to sink. And then Leo's like, I can't swim. I can't swim. (laughs) So Raj is trying to get him. And then all of a sudden, here comes the shark uh, that was in the back of the boat. (laughs) So it starts coming towards them. And they're like, ah. And they're they're trying to swim away. Um, yeah, that's when <clears throat> Martin opens up uh, because uh, once it once the, the boat beached, uh, a lot of the guys jumped off. The the the, the bad guys kind of mm-hmm. shimmied down ropes and, and and just took off into the night. Um, Riggs goes and opens up one of the, the little um little hole porthole things or whatever on on the deck, and he sees all kinds of uh, Chinese families in there. And uh, this is when they they realize that these guys were smuggling over um, Chinese families and uh, basically making them slaves uh, here in America to work off uh, their debt. Because they find out that these people uh, come over here and become, other than to just get out of China for for all the craziness that was going on wherever they were from, 
they come over to uh, America and illegally, but then what they're how they're how they're supposed to pay for them to get it is to do work. I mean, this this type of shit still goes on today. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it's, it's not just Chinese; it's all kinds of different immigrants that you see on the street that are out there hustling and working, and they probably don't even get any of the money. But so that was basically they were bringing them over to uh, to be slaves here in America. For uh, the, at this point, they didn't know it was the triads, but then later on, they find out uh, that it is because the whole police department shows up, uh, and then they're just trying to figure out. Uh, what they're gonna do? They start taking uh, some of the um, the the families and uh, telling them that yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna put you in these um little uh, little containment places until we figure out U.S. immigration type things to try to figure mm-hmm. out sending you guys back. So, but then that's when they're they're, they're told them that say you look yeah and he goes they because they found some dead ones and they said yeah and he goes every every boatload they they kill a few to let them know, look, if you guys don't listen to us, this is what's going to happen. So Raj is kind of lingering around and then he's over by, uh, he sees this boat, a little, um, like a life raft or a Mm -hmm. big wood one. It's, it's beached. And he hears something like, I think somebody sneezed or something. And he, there's like a big tarp over it and he opens up the tarp and there's a whole, uh, family, uh, of, of Chinese people in there. And he kind of looks around and just covers it and doesn't, we don't see anything. Um, so I think that's the next day is when uh, uh, no, we, we before we leave the scene, we get introduced to Detective Butters. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because he was funny, too, because he started going off. That's when they um, when they when they go, hey, what's this? What's this? And then he opens it up and then sees that there's a, a, a Chinese guy dead. And then he goes into his his whole speech, man, he goes in the fuck did this guy do to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they were like, Riggs and Roger were looking at him like, whoa, whoa. And at, at this at this point, they're already like, because uh, Butters comes up, Chris Rock, and he goes, here, man, get get him a blanket. Because they're they're all wet. Roger and them are all wet from uh, being in the water. Leo's over there talking to the news, talking about the, they were shooting, and then this bomb came, and then the, the, it blew up the boat, and then the, the shark came, and, and they were going into that whole big old uh, scene on the news. Um, so that that's when they fit they they feel out they figured out what was going on and who all these who all these uh, Chinese people were on the boat. Um, next scene is uh, Roger, not Roger. Um, Rig shows up at his house. Uh, Lorna's there cooking. She's big and pregnant. They're they're kind of talking about what what they're gonna do, uh, this and that. Um, Lorna's reading those crazy love love novels and everything, and they're kind of laugh around about that. But then they they go for a walk, and what brought them up? What brought up uh, Raj and them? Oh no, uh, she said she told him that. Um, she knew who the father was. Yeah, no. Well, well, she brought up um, that they think Raj was on the take because it was yeah. she 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 might have to, she she overheard them saying that they they were investigating him because Rogers all of a sudden came into all this money. So and then they were talking about that, and then he goes, "Well, he's he's got other things to worry up worry about other than that." And that's when it slipped that she said that um. Uh, she she knew who the father was for uh, Rianne's baby. 
then he just slowly got it out of her. And then found, we find out that it's uh, Chris Rock, uh, Butters. <laughs> they Which, kept calling, uh, they called him Biscuits. <laughs> biscuits and all kinds of, they kept calling him all kinds of different things. But uh, yeah, and and we get, we admit, uh, what is his name? Roger mentions earlier that he hopes the father isn't a cop because he don't want her uh, marrying a cop. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the, she she tells him and then you got to promise me you're not going to tell him. He goes, no, no, okay, I won't, but you know, Riggs. So they end up going to uh, Raj's house. They go in there and they start talking. Raj comes down. The kids are there. Uh, Nick and whatever the young girl is. I can't remember her name. She looks exactly the same from the first movie, except just taller. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she's there. And then this is when Rianne shows up and uh, she's all big and pregnant. And she's fucking hotter than ever. Uh, in this one <laughs> so she shows up and that's when they start talking about it he goes, yeah and that's when Roger was telling her, he goes yeah because i'm gonna uh, grandpa Roger's gonna be the one raising this kid when you're trying to raise a kid by yourself and all that and Riggs goes, well i guess she doesn't yeah luckily she doesn't uh marry the wrong guy and then they all look at him <laughs> and he goes you know like a cop or something <laughs> Because uh, oh, everybody knows uh, who 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 the dad is except for for Raj at this point. Um, I mean, even the kids knew because they all looked <laughs> looked at him as well as Trish and Rianne. So those the those two kids come. The uh, Nick and uh, the younger one, I can't remember her name. Uh, they're getting ready to leave, but they want some money. Raj pulls out this big wad of money and just starts handing them a bunch of twenties. And then as when, when uh, Riggs goes, um. Did we get a raise and someone didn't tell me? And then he just kind of goes, oh, oh, it's just some money I had. <laughs> he said, uh, Trish came into some money and that's what it is. So he's like, oh, okay. So that's when he tells him, he goes, yeah. Um, and then Lorna comes in and that's when they realized that um, they were hungry. She's hungry because they go, that smells like someone's cooking something in there. And they go, oh, yeah, they're just uh, in there trying to cook. You know, well, come on, let's go. He tries to get them out the door. But then uh, we see this little uh, Chinese boy stick his head out the door, and uh, Martin sees him. And then they thought oh, he goes, it "Smells like Chinese food." So they start walking in there, and that's when Raj stops him. And he goes, "It is because there's a Chinese family in there." And Raj, <laughs> Riggs is like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> and then they they go in there and they open it, and that whole family that was in the boat is in um, sitting in the uh, in the kitchen, and they're all cooking up. A uh, big old meal. Oh, the, the kids didn't leave yet because they were in there. This is when Nick and, and the daughter were sitting there eating uh, with the Hongs. That that was the name of the family. So that's when Raj comes out and, and talks to uh, to Riggs. I, mean, I did like this this part was, was cool because when he goes, what are you doing? He goes, you know, this is illegal. We, we can get in trouble for this. He's like, yeah. And he goes, but he goes, look, man. He goes, he goes, these those are slave ships out there. And he goes, I'm freeing slaves. He goes, I'm doing something that nobody did for my ancestors, which made a lot of sense. I mean, I, I that's what I loved uh, about mm-hmm. that scene. I mean, because they again, like I said earlier, they were basically just uh, work slaves that they brought here to America. So he was like, yeah, well, I'm freeing slaves. And that's when they introduced them to all of them. And then that's when with the money and everything. So they ended up leaving. Where'd they go after this? They went to the police station to talk to the um, those other two detectives that were like, uh, basically, they knew what was going on in Chinatown. And this is when they got 
basically tipped off that if they if anybody's uh, smuggling in people, it would be Uncle Benny. That's right, because then they they end up going down there. Uh, we get some more uh, awesome comedy with Chris Rock and, and Joe Pesci because he shows up. <laughs> and uh, I like this part when um, what the hell was happening? Um, he uh, he asked if he was a a, a, a prisoner. Where he I forgot what he said, but he he assumed that because Chris Rock was sitting in the back seat, he was arrested. Oh, <laughs> oh who's the perp? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you see, you see a brother in the back seat. No, immediately you think he's a perp. <laughs> he goes, "Look at the badge. Look at the gun, bitch." <laughs> and then they, because they they spotted him. They go, "Hey, man." He goes, uh, "Did you tell Leah where we we're going?" He's like, "No." He goes, "Oh, look, look." He's Riggs looked in the, in the rearview mirror and spotted him, and that's when they stopped and said he was trying to work on his uh, his tailing. <laughs> they said he goes, "Oh, you saw me, huh?" And that's when they go through the whole thing with Chris Rock. So, yeah, they end up going down to uh, Uncle Benny's restaurant and, and they just want to talk to him. But in in, in the, before they get there, Benny is talking to uh, these other Chinese guys and Jet Li standing there and uh, basically talking about, well, we need that family uh, because the, the guy that they were doing, they were doing stuff with, he goes, he's not going to do anything until... Uh, he knows his family's safe, and they go, "Well, where where are they?" And they're like, "I don't know. We'll we'll find them, uh, and just just wait." So that's when um, the Jet Li told uh, Uncle Benny, he "Goes if we were in Hong Kong, you'd be dead already." This was all being said in um, Chinese, Mandarin, whatever you call. I don't know. There's many different uh, Chinese dialects. Uh, I only learned this because there's this one kid on YouTube I watch. He's a white guy, but speaks different Chinese. Uh, Asian um, dialects and he uh, goes to he lives in New York and he goes to different restaurants and just surprises everyone when he starts speaking Chinese but anyway that's that's my uh, my knowledge of, of, of the language <laughs> so <laughs> they're, they're in there and then uh, this is when Riggs and those guys all show up and they basically just barge into the into Uncle Benny's office and they, they start talking to him Wanting to, if they knew anything about these slave ships, and he goes, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, This is because they were saying his restaurant was a front. And he goes, No, this is a restaurant. This is my business. It's a restaurant. And then he goes, Oh, and he goes, What's a special? F- f- what do you say? Flight uh, lice. Yeah. <laughs> Flight lice. He goes, No, it's fried rice. That's what Uncle Benny was saying. Yeah, they got a little uh, racial <laughs> with the stuff, but um, but then there were the Riggs and goes, "Who is this guy?" And he was looking at Jet Li, and he was just looking at him and goes, "He doesn't speak English." And he goes, uh, "He goes, yeah, he does." Look at him, and he just starts staring at him. And Jet Li, man, he's a little guy, man. I saw him at Comic Con one year. I think it was for that. Uh, was it the third Mummy? Ugh. Movie was garbage, but I only saw was that was in a, it. Tomb, Tomb of the Dragon, or some that bullshit guy. like that. I guess uh, he was hardly in it anyway. But um, I just remember he was really short. Um, <clears throat> because yeah, he's standing there staring at Riggs, and they have a stare down. And then um, basically, they were just kind of letting Benny know that okay, we're we know what you're doing. But Benny was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. So there's a big, huge, giant uh, two uh, one-way mirror, two-way mirror or whatever. 
that goes out into the lobby and they're going, oh, well, we'll just take it the easy way. And then Riggs pulls out his gun and with the butt of his gun goes, busts uh, the glass and then they, they go walking out. And then did the, how'd they get the, the sprinkler? Oh no, he pulled the, uh, the fire alarm. Yeah. He pulled a fire alarm and then a fucking, all the water started coming down. Everyone was, ah, running around. And then again, this is when Jet Li is standing there and then, Perfect English. If we're in Hong Kong, you'd be dead. <laughs> Which is true, though, man. You you can't fuck around with those guys. I mean, yeah, it's different things, man. Especially dealing with big time crime organizations, and they'll kill you and not even think about it. <laughs> so. See, this is him being in the triad is more believable than what was his name, Tyrone, as a mobster. <laughs> yeah. So they go leaving. And um, there's these uh, two Asian guys uh, standing out in front of the uh, of the restaurant, and then Martin goes, "Hey, that's the guy that shot at me." And then uh, they see they see the them the cops, and then they go running, and they have this big old foot chase. Martin's of course he's got to run. He's hauling ass after one dude. Chris Rock uh, started chasing uh, an, another guy a different direction. Uh, Raj ends up uh, buying. Buying a bike. For some, for <laughs> I love some, that scene. He goes, he goes, here, man, gave a kid $200. Here, let me buy your bike. And when he just took the money, then he went, hey, Johnny, someone stole your bike. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes riding as Riggs is running after that other dude. I mean, they kind of jump up and down on the, oh, uh, that one guy gets in the elevator. And then Riggs uh, jumps in the other one, and, and they kind of start going. It's like a uh, outdoor mall, kind of shopping mm-hmm. center type thing. Uh, that uh, Chinese guy pulls out a gun and then shoots at um or shoots out the the glass and because then he jumps out of the elevator onto the other one, going down he gets out and then he goes running again. Uh, Chris Rock ends up uh, chasing uh, that other Chinese guy into a restaurant, and uh, he kind of, they kind of get into a little scuffle. He ends up catching him, and then they go into that big old uh, deal of back. Shit, what did he say? <laughs> I guess he, he said he works at the restaurant. And they were like, why did you run? He was like, you were chasing me with a gun. I don't know, but, but before that, when he was reading his rights, and you have the right oh, to make like, salad. I'm, yeah, he was telling them, oh, what was the guy saying? No, he Chris Rock, he told him, look, he goes, you, you have the right to an attorney, and if you get... Um, uh, Johnny Cochran. <laughs> he goes, I'll kill you. So, yeah, they go, they do all that. Um, Riggs and the other Chinese guy are on the roof. Uh, and they go, that the Chinese guy goes running and jumps from one roof to the other. And then Martin's still hauling ass and he runs and, and tries to clear it. But uh, he, he clears it, but he lands wrong. And then he kind of, kind of, well, the little uh, tiles, little uh, ceramic tiles or whatever start to shift. And then he falls and then he's hanging onto the corner and he, he's already tired from running. So he can't pull himself up. And this is when Raj comes riding up on the bike, and then they're like, what are you doing up there? <laughs> and he goes, come on, you get something for me to fall in. So they're running around trying to look at stuff, and they end up just finding like a guard. All right, another nitpick. This is a busy little market street, and then luckily there was this big dumpster right there out in the open. It wasn't like it was in an alley, but they brought over this dumpster, and he goes, can you find anything smaller? <laughs> and Chris Rock is yelling, Fall ass first, it breaks the fall. <laughs> so, 
And he goes, here, fall on three. One, two. And everybody's like, fuck it. And he just lets go. And ah, he falls into the garbage can. And that's when they he climbs out. And then they grab that other dude. Why'd you run? He goes, you guys came out with guns. And then he goes, he goes I'm, a, I'm a waiter at the restaurant. And they're like, well, what's today's special? What's today? <laughs> it was Wednesday that he just kind of ran through the, men, the menu. And then they go, ah, so they uncuff him. And then he turns around and goes, I'm going to sue you, Johnny John, Cochran. <laughs> he fights for me. <laughs> so he ends up leaving. So they're like, fuck. And then, the, well, the other guy got away. So that guy that got away was walking uh, on the roof uh, thinking he's getting away. And then fucking here comes Jet Li just fucking gives him a, a sidekick to the chest. He falls down. And then he just, what was that he was holding? Some kind of. It, it it looked like a rosary beads or something or prayer beads, but it was really like uh like he would pull it, extend it, and it's like a wire. Yeah, cause um, like he, I love how he's just holding it, moving those little balls on a necklace, and he while well, he's got one hand behind his back, and he's just walking hella slow. I liked, I always liked the, his outfits, especially. I mean, the, the stuff even like when Bruce Lee wore that type of shit, and just fucking would just kick ass. So he's standing there looking at him. That guy tries to run, and he he was just giving him them kicks left and right. Gave him a couple chops, and then he he got that that necklace or whatever it was, wrapped it around that guy's neck, and just basically strangled him. So he's dead, and again, that was the first time I saw Jet Li in action, sitting in the theater. It was me and my two uh, younger brothers. We were sitting in the theater. All of us were like, "Who's he?" And we we're like, "I don't know." <laughs> so. But that was badass. I mean, he what he did in this movie w- was good enough. It was good enough for me to go home and try to fucking find out more mm-hmm. of these movies that he was in. And I found awesome ass fucking uh, Chinese uh, fighting films. All his old ones before he got to America and did everything else. Um, but um, they, they they go back go. to the police off to the police station. No, we go to back to uh, Raj's house, and he's having that conversation with uh, I can't remember the guy's name the the father of the family, oh, uh, and they're just I remember. yeah, they're basically just telling each other how they just want the best for their kids, and then he mentions that he tried to contact his uncle, which this leads to um, how the. Uh, the triad find out where the family is because his uncle is the guy that won't finish the job unless he sees his family. Yeah. Cause that's when we find out why they had, uh, Hong's uncle is he was an artist. Cause yeah, he, they had mentioned that his uncle was An- an artist engraver. Yeah. Cause he was, uh, uh, they had pictures of Chinese money and he was engraving, um, the basically plates to make um, counterfeit money. Um, I'm an artist, but I ain't that good, especially an engraver. <laughs> like fuck, man. That, but he had all the tools, the little microscopes and all that to really, to really do it, man. That fuck, that that must be hard. And I'm sure there's guys out there that know how to do it <laughs> too. But so yeah, that's when we find out them, uh, Raj and Hong are hanging out, talking, drinking whiskey, and all that. Um, where did they go from here? Uh, I think this is when Lorna and Riggs show up to the house. 
Okay, where are we? How long is it able to count together? Oh, ping. Talks about ping. Uh, okay. King Hong's grandson is captured. Okay, okay. Uh, Hong is able to contact his uncle, but then um, it says that that leads the triads to to the Murtaugh's house. So I guess he did reach out, got got in contact with his uncle, and I'm sure his uncle. Well, where are you? And then that's when they found out uh, that they were there uh, because um, Raj and uh, uh, where were they at? Because they came back to the house to. Um, to uh, for Raj to change his shirt, so I think so because then they were in the car, and that's when uh, Riggs was like, "Hey, man, are you? Word is it that you're you're on the take because of all this money you have?" And he's like, "No." He he goes, "Well, come on, man." He goes, "It's me. Tell me if you're doing that." And he's like, "No." He goes, "That's not what's going on." So when they pull up to the house, they go, "Whoa, man, it's a full house. What is mm-hmm. it, Lamaze class?" And then they go walking in. And then they see um uh was Lorna was in there, wasn't she? Yeah, I yeah. think oh, so. Yeah, because Lorna's oh that's right, because they were all there when they're eating. So Lorna, Trish, and Rianne are standing there. The the kids are already gone, they went back to college. So they're standing there looking like there's something going on, and Raj is like cause Raj came in, he goes, What's going on? Who's all these cars in the house? And then um this is when the the the, the Chinese guys, that guy that Rambo blew up. He comes out, whatever his <laughs> name is, and the other dude with, with long hair. And then there's a couple other young guys, and then Jet Li comes walking down the stairs, and they're looking at him, and they said, "Yeah, they they took the Hongs," and they're like, "Fuck!" Because right when they pulled up, they saw these black cars driving away, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then so Rogers in there looking, and then uh, all of a sudden you see a, a red light, uh, and then Riggs is pointing his little laser sighted gun through the window at them. And then he comes in and he has his gun drawn on everybody. And they're trying to tell him, everyone, uh, take your gun, put your guns down because they all pull their guns on each other. And then, um, the hell Jet Li's name. Um, Wasing Koo. Yeah. I'm just Jet Li is what I'm calling him. Yeah. <laughs> and Jet Li told them to put their guns down. So they all start putting their guns down. And then, uh oh um uh what's his name the the guy that Rambo blew up him he pulls out a switchblade and uh holds it up to Lorna's stomach and then uh, Riggs is like you gonna let him do that honey and then whoosh, this is when everything go, goes <laughs> goes all wild everyone starts fighting each other uh Rogers is, is is fucking fighting dude Riggs is fighting those dudes and uh, Jet Li is just standing there at first but then after they started to, to kick everyone's ass is when he jumped in. Uh, into the mix. I love how he just comes jumping down those stairs because I think um, Riggs was about going to grab that gun that was on the ground. He, mm-hmm. the way Jet Li lands, his legs are like spread between his arm and then he twists and uh, Riggs gets thrown all over the place and then he fucking starts just going to work on all all these fools. I like how calm he is when he's doing it. Like he's, like even with the guy earlier that was like trying to throw punches and kicks and how he was just like blocking his kicks with kicks himself yeah. but the whole time he's just standing there holding on to them beads with his hand other hand behind his back yeah man he, he fucking this is when i just oh my god i was just fucking juiced watching this scene growing up as a little kid watching bruce lee movies and, and jackie chan kung fu flicks in the theater just fucking being hyped watching this thing and here i'm sitting there hyped 
uh, with my little brothers watching fucking Jet Li just kick ass. Uh, I love this scene because really quick they did do a wire scene. It it doesn't look good even now because uh, when he he does uh you can see him clearly holding that wire because he does like this like twist kick and then jumps in the air twist kicks both of them then comes back down on his feet and you can clearly see that he was holding on to to the wire. The wires to me only worked good in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm. When Jet Li was doing them and and Romeo Must Die and all the other ones, I still love those films. I'm just not a fan of of the wire stuff. Um, So I I loved this because once he was fucking kicking ass, uh, Riggs and and Raj, they, they pull their guns. Jet Li pulled gets down really quick and then they kind of have like the standoff because they're all pointing guns at each other and then Jet Li's looking at him and then he lets go of the gun that he has and then he looks at him and they kind of catching their breaths and with the quickness I love how he just kicks Raj grabs Murtaugh's gun and then just fucking I don't know what he did but he took it apart <laughs> and ended up knocking both of them out so he's standing there holding that gun uh, Lorna comes walking in from from out of the kitchen, and he just fucking gives her a kick to the dome, and then she falls down. And uh, then they wait. They they fucking everyone's knocked out. They wake up and they're all tied up as those guys are fucking throwing. Again, everyone runs around with lighter fluid or some kind of pink thinner or something. It starts yep. squirting shit all over the uh, all over the house and lights it on fire. One dude's got a big old bottle of liquor, slamming it and then spilling it all over the place, and then they. They all get the hell out of there. So all of them, uh, Lorna, Riggs, Murtaugh, Rianne, and Trish are all tied up. And the house around them is on fire. So they're like, oh, fuck. And then Little Pink comes uh, running out uh, with some uh, some scissors. So he kind of cuts them free. And uh, they all get out. Luckily, he was there still. So he they, got, they all get free. They all kind of get out of the house. And then... Um, They just left him there, huh? Because they, they yeah, they took uh, Rianne's car. Oh, so yeah, because then they, then they they jump in her car and they go hauling ass, and I assume they call for backup because uh, everyone came after that. So um, they go hauling ass down the road. Uh, they get on the freeway. Uh, they get on. They're captains now, aren't they? But I think we we skipped that whole scene when they became captains. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I believe they are captains now. They were, well, sar- something they were was sergeants, and now they're captains. Yeah, so didn't really do much to the story, but they're captains now. So anyway, so they're they're hauling ass down the road. They get on the radio. They're calling uh, the the helicopters. Hey, we're looking for a black Mercedes or whatever it was. Um, and and then they go, yeah, there's two of them. There's one going this way, and there's one going that way. So the helicopter goes after the other one. Riggs and Martin. Uh, Riggs and Martin, uh, Riggs and Murtaugh go chasing after the the other one. So they're hauling ass down the freeway. Um, they pull up next to uh, those uh, those half those houses. It's like half of a house, and then the other half is it's like covered. It's like house, and then it's split down the middle, and it's covered with plastic. Uh, Riggs crawled into that, and then tried to jump into the into the other car. Right? Yeah. Okay, because he cl- he crawled into that, he ran over, and then 
Did he jump? He jump into that, and then that Chinese guy jumped in there, or did the Chinese guy jump in and they start fighting? Uh, they somehow went back into. No, he uh, he didn't jump into the car. Uh, he punched through the window or something and tried to grab the driver. And I think that's when they started like getting out of the car, getting into the house, and then they had the the fight. He was fighting. Riggs was fighting everybody in the back. All right, because they were fighting in in the in that little house. Mm-hmm. was hauling ass down the road. Um, they ended up fighting um, Riggs, and that dude fell out of the back, and they landed on uh, was that a table? Yeah. So that so they luckily the the that strong ass plastic that was holding up the side, they held on to that, and then <clears throat> that's when he was hanging on, and then uh, I think he knocked that Chinese guy off. Because then he got run over by a yeah. bus or a car or something. He got hit. And Riggs is hanging onto the to that thing and onto the back on sitting on top of that table as it's hauling ass down the freeway. Luckily there was no big cracks in the freeway, because that little table would have caught a crack, that would have been it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's hanging on. Uh Raj is like, Wah! he's like, what the fuck? He kind of rolls up to the side of him, gets up Riggs, and then Riggs jumps into uh, into the car and then they go hauling ass and then to um they pull up next to uh that um the other car the the china the guy that's in in, in, in the mercedes they tr- they're crashing into each other and then um <clears throat> uh fucking the oh yeah that that car that it, it gets away and because then they're like they're right behind it and it's hauling ass uh that car forces them off the freeway all right, um, nitpick. <laughs> <laughs> Their car goes shooting off the side. Luckily, there was constructions uh, workers right there that had a ramp. <laughs> Their car jumps off the freeway, crashes into this office building, and they fucking just floor it. And uh, it's a movie, okay. But <laughs> when that uh, when they're in the building, draw. I mean, okay, the the freeway. Did they, did they just throw up a building in the middle of the freeway? Because it seems like the freeway went around that building and then came right back straight away. Because when <laughs> when the car when their car jumps off the freeway into the building, and then they just fucking the rigs just uh, no uh, Rogers driving rigs just steps on Rogers' foot and then boom, they go hauling ass and they're just flying through the the building. Crashing. Luckily, no one got killed. <laughs> Amazingly, no one got killed. <laughs> so they come around. They get to the end of the uh, of that floor they're on, and then fucking. Luckily, there's no walls on that floor because they were just crashing through desks and everything. And then they punch it and then go push, crash out the other side of the building. Luckily, I almost killed some. Other than everyone that was in the building, I almost killed some window washers, and they go back onto the freeway. Axles broke, window or uh, tires blow out. You can clearly see that, but then they go hauling ass down the road. Still, that guy, that Chinese guy, is still hauling ass down the road. This part made me jump the first time I saw it. They're coming down this ramp. Uh, Raj and them is hot on his tail. That Chinese dude just pulls out into a blind uh, intersection, and here comes this fucking. I don't know why this truck was going so fast, but this big rig is hauling ass down the street and just t bones. Uh, that car and fucking that dude's dead. I'm sure his head blew up right on the 
fucking radiator uh, <laughs> of that truck. And they, Raj and Riggs, slam on the brakes, but they're already going full speed. And uh, I think their tires were, oh, yeah, their tires were all blown out from when they jumped because they were riding the rims. <laughs> <laughs> and there ain't no kind of traction when you're stepping on the brakes, uh, steel on cement, and they go sliding into the back of, the, of that big rig. And that's when they get out and see that that guy's dead. Um, Where did it go from here? Uh, it cuts to, I believe this is when, um, Jet Li goes to see, um, he goes to that warehouse or whatever. He meets that general guy. And then we come to find out the, the guys that were getting on the plane earlier in China. Uh, those are his brothers and he was paying the general to get them out of uh, whatever prison they were in and bringing them to America to, to release them to him. They were in exchange, and that's what they were doing uh, with the with the counterfeit money. Yeah, to to make all that money to to buy back um, uh, the forefathers is what they were calling them. So, but at this point, we still don't know who who these guys are and why uh, they're doing this. So, uh, they I think they they killed um, they killed Hong because when they bring Hong to. To, to see his uncle and they kind of have just a, a quick little um, a meet and, and they're happy and then this is when um, Jet Li, did he snap his neck? Yeah, it's because the uncle said um, put them in their new home and make and guarantee their safety um, before I finish and I guess Jet Li was letting them know he's not the one there demanding things. Yep, because, yeah, he grabs Hong and it snaps his neck and then just tells him to get back to work. And the uncle's like, oh, fuck, man, you just killed my nephew or whatever. And kind of leaves him there laying on the floor. Yeah, I mean, but he immediately goes back to work because he's just wiping the tears out of his eyes and starts chiseling away at the, the little plates. Um. Uh. Fuck, I mean, some... Uh, we're I think we're <laughs> skipping over the Uncle Benny scene at the dentist. Oh, that's right. Because they uh, use they use a uh, private investigator uh, Leo Getz to find out where Uncle Benny is. That's right. That's when they go there and um, Butters, Riggs, and Murtaugh and Leo. They they go. They find out that the Uncle Benny's got got a dentist appointment. So so they go charging in there and Leo just came and just say your your teeth hurt. So get us in the door. So basically to get the dentist away from Uncle Benny. So while Leo's in there getting his teeth drilled and screaming, uh, Riggs and Roger and uh, Butters make it into Uncle Benny's, uh, his room. And they're just trying to talk to him, trying to get information out where, where are the Hongs and everything. And he's the, at this point, he's like, I ain't telling you guys shit. But then one of them, well, what is this? So they kind of, they were going to gas him to give him some laughing gas to hopefully make him talk. And they didn't know what they were doing. He just opened um, with one of them, just opened that up, that tank full blast. And then <laughs> the, it just started to fill the room and they were all laughing around and everything. <laughs> and this is when um, all, all all four of them are in there laughing and Riggs kind of lets it slip. He goes, yeah, man, he goes, your son-in-law's hella funny. And then Raj is just laughing. Is that, well, hey, Riggs, why are you calling him my son-in-law? Yeah. <laughs> 
And, and, and Butter's like, because I am. <laughs> Your baby is having my baby. And he was like, my baby's having your baby. And he was like, oh, baby. Because he was doing like the, he was doing the sign that, that he, he, you know, he's been hitting it. And he's like, oh, baby. He was humping the air. Then, um, then they're all laughing. They got the information uh, from uh, from uh, Uncle Benny, and uh, Uncle Benny sleeping with his uh, his wife's two sisters. Yeah, got that information too. (sighs) Okay, man. Well, good for him, man. At his age, he's still out there doing it. (laughs) So, but he, he, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and then he gives them the information about the forefathers and what is the word? He, Yamimbi. Yeah. <laughs> Jumping <I> guess, <laughs> Yeah. But they call, of course, they call the, the guys, the detectives that are, uh, which they get involved later, but they call them to ask them, what does that mean? And it, it's uh, money, currency. Well, well, before before that, they find out uh, where they, they took the Hongs. Uh, and then that's when they go down there, and then they find out that the Hong is dead, and um, Uncle Benny got killed too. So before before they got down there, um, they killed Uncle Benny and they killed Hong. Rest in peace, Uncle Benny. Yep. And then you were entertaining while you were there. <laughs> and then, uh, um, oh, well, before that, uh, when they were leaving the uh, um, the dentist office, fucking. Uh, Raj clocks uh, Riggs and he goes falling out of the elevator. What'd you do that for? And he goes, because you didn't tell me what was going on. Ah, he starts yelling at him and then he just tells Butter, look, when this is all over, you, me, and Rhiannon, we're getting into this. And then that's when they, <laughs> they go down there. And, uh, <clears throat> I think this is when the scene when Hong meets up with his brother and Benny's there and they both get killed. Yeah. Um, but they find out where they are. So they all go, the fucking the whole police force, they all come crashing in there and find out. Uh, what's going on? Um, uh, yeah, so they they find the 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 plates. They find the uh, the paper uh, of of the money that the, the they were printing uh, the the fake money on. So they all know what's going on. And then Riggs and and Martin are talking about uh, what was going on. And then they were uh, that one Asian cop go, "Hey man, what did you say?" And he goes, yeah, because he said the forefathers, and he was like, "Say that again." Yeah, so that's when he was telling me, yeah, and he goes, um, he goes, they were talking about buying back the forefathers, and then that's when he told him, he goes, yeah, there's these, uh, uh, these guys in China, uh, with the triads that I guess they were the, the forefathers, like the, the, the four big guys. Uh, so they were saying, yeah, they were gonna, he said, they were talking about buying them back. And, um, and he goes, yeah, there was something with, uh, who, happy hoppity or whatever they said. And he goes, and jumping, jumping <laughs> Jiminy, and then, Mimby. Yeah, anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah. He goes, he goes, yeah, that's what he said. And he goes, oh, that's currency. And then they were like, okay, that's when they were said they were talking about uh, buying back the forefathers. And then he goes, all right, man, I got, I got a hunch. Uh, I might know where they are, but let me, let me go do some detective work. So yeah, that guy was doing all the detective work. If it wasn't for him, and they, <laughs> I don't think they would have found anything. All they had to go off was jumping Jiminy and Uncle <laughs> Benny talking about sleeping with his sisters or his wife's two sisters, and <laughs> so they find out uh, where it was all going down somewhere on the docks. <laughs> so uh, everyone loads up uh, and they go down there. 
Um, okay, he, yeah, he never got into it with Chris Rock and, and, and his daughter yet. So mm-hmm. they, they go down there. Uh, the Jet Li and his crew are there. Uh, the the Chinese general or whatever, he's there. And they got the forefathers, and they're getting ready to do uh, the trade-off. And then they go, we got all the money. And they're like, okay, well, let's see it. This is all going on in Chinese. You got to read the whole thing. So they give them, they give them uh, some of the money. They run it through the scanner. It hits all the marks to say that these, the, these bills are legit. And that's how good that artist was. He put all those marks that were supposed to be on those things. On the plate so they can print the money. So they're just about to <clears throat> do, do, do the switcheroo, do the, the, the payoff with them. And this is when Riggs and um, Mar- uh, Riggs, Murtaugh, and uh, Butters show up uh, yeah. in the car. <laughs> and with the, the two Chinatown de- detectives. Oh, yeah, yeah, that white but, guy and the, and the Chinese dude. <laughs> yeah, I always laugh at this scene when, because uh, uh, Riggs is just driving in honking a horn and he has a big smile on his face. <laughs> and they come in and go, what? And he goes, and then you see Jet Li just like going, fuck. And, and then he come in, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, he goes, ah, oh, man, I don't think you want this. He goes, this, he goes, this shit, no good, worthless. And he throws the money in the air and Riggs is going, <laughs> he starts laughing around. I fuck you. Yeah, and they all start laughing, and then fucking does someone start shooting? Because yeah, they, they, one of they, the generals' guys. He um, when they show him, they go, "Look, man, this money's fake," and that's when they show him the the paper uh, that they were printing on, and then they look at it, and then that's when the yeah the generals' guys, the other the other Chinese guys that that, that flew over with the forefathers, they just start opening fire, and then there's a big ass uh, gunfight. Everybody goes and runs uh, and hides. Riggs and, and Murtaugh just shooting fools left and right. Um, yeah, basically just shooting Chinese guys. Didn't matter yeah. what side. <laughs> if you, if you looked Asian, you got shot. Uh, luckily, that co- yeah. oh, no, did that other that Chinese cop get? Did he get hit? No, he was about to, and then I guess somebody somebody saved him. But uh, Butters takes a hit. Uh, jumping in the in in the front of a bullet for uh, Raj. Yeah, because when yeah he does that, he goes down, and then uh, Raj kind of go, oh, "You'll be all right." And he's uh, he's laying there, and then um, Riggs gets in it, gets into it with uh, Jet Li, because then that's when he run he tries to run him over with a um the forklift, mm-hmm. and then Jet Li jumps on that, and then he jumps down, um. Uh, Jet Li grabs his brother, and, and they and they try to run. He gets shot, doesn't he? Yeah, because uh, Raj is um, he's aiming for Jet Li, but Jet Li does does one of his uh, basically he dodges the bullet that shows you how badass Jet Li is. But his brother was standing behind him. Well, that's right, because when he he moved, then his brother got hit, and then he he kind of took it weird, like. Not pain, like he, I don't know. It just seemed like he wasn't in pain. It was more like he surprised he got shot. Yeah, because he just looks at him like, "Ah, oh, fuck," and then just falls over. And then Jet Li's all sad, looking down at his brother Raj and and uh, Riggs are sitting there staring, looking at him, and they're like, all already all tired, and they're like, "Man." Because it's not worth it, man. They, they were just trying to convince each other. He goes, man, it's not worth it, man. He goes, you're about to be a grandfather. You're about to be a father. Let's 
let's just go and we'll find him and bring him down later. And they're like, ah, they're looking at him. Jet Li's standing there looking at them like he's ready to kill him. And then they're like, ah, well, come on, man. It's not worth it. Let's go. Let's go. And then that's when Riggs goes, how did he do that with the gun? <laughs> he goes, how, he goes that, how, how fast? How did he do that? And then Rogers goes, well, let's go ask him. <laughs> then they walk over there. I loved the music in the background. It, it just reminded me of those just those standoffs in the Chinese films. Mm-hmm. Somebody banging on gongs and drums. And then Jet Li just commences to to just fucking beating the shit out of both of them. Because um, when he's fighting Riggs, he's fucking just beating the hell out of him. He grabs his arm and pulls it out of socket. Uh, I was waiting for that to come in into play at some time in this movie. Did he pull his arm out of socket in the third one? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> when uh, the whole uh, motorcycle thing and he fell. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, I guess that would knock it out of socket. So, yeah, he's like, ah, he's laying there with his arm hanging, and he's fucking over there beating the shit out of Rod. Riggs gets up and slams his shoulder into the post to get it back in the socket, and then he starts fighting, um, and fucking Rod gets knocked out. And then, uh, no, he, he kind of gets beat up, and then Riggs is, is just fucking getting the shit beaten out of him. And uh, Raj comes up behind uh, Jet Li with a piece of rebar mm-hmm. and just fucking shoves it uh, in, into his like into his back, and it kind of comes out more onto the side and comes out out of the front. And he's screaming, and Riggs picks him up. That fuck that must have well not hurt going through you, but fucking picking him up by that rebar, and he's ah he's screaming, fucking starts fucking up. Raj knocks him out, and then. Uh, how how they fall in the water? The the concrete that they were standing on gave way. Okay, so Riggs is or fucking Raj is laying there knocked out. Um, Riggs and uh, Jet Li are fighting. Yeah, that's right. They were standing too close on uh, on the edge, and it was already falling apart. So uh, that part collapsed, and they fell into the water. They're still fighting each other uh, underwater. Um. One of the cars uh, from the bad guys fucking drove in, into the water. So it was underwater, flipped over. When they were down there fighting. All right, another nitpick, and I call bullshit on this. Other than it's dark underwater, and I don't know if you guys ever opened your eyes underwater, you can't see shit. Everything's fucking blurry. But he was able to see that there was this machine gun underwater. <laughs> so he reached over and grabbed it and uh I love this part. He grabs it, fucking shoves it up to Jet Li and just, just fucking empties the clip. Uh I like the look, I like the look on Jet Li's face when he sees the gun, he's just like shaking his head no. And then he let, when he when he's done shooting him like Jet Li just he's dead, but he just has this like surprise look on his face. Yeah, like that that old fuck look. And he's just floating there underwater. So Riggs tries to swim back up to the top. He gets up. He's trying to climb back up onto the onto the dock, but the the um, cement is still all busted up, and then it just couldn't take his weight, and then he falls back under the water, and that big old piece of cement uh, lands on top of him, on his legs. And then Rip, uh, Raj kind of wakes up, and he's like looking around. Riggs, Riggs, where are you? And he's like, will it to me, will it to me, show me where you are. And then he kind of realizes, uh, I think he sees bubbles in the water. So he dives into the water uh, to get some. 
and then uh, he's trying to pull that uh, cement off of them, and then they kind of do the one, two, three, and then they lift it up, pulls out uh, Riggs, and then they swim to the top, and Riggs is just fucked up. I mean, other than he got the shit beaten out of him, fucking, and that cement thing, that would have scared the shit out of you, first of all, anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. thinking that'd be the end, <laughs> fucking with cement on top of you. So they end up getting out, and uh, everything's all good. Evil is punished. Um, did they kill the um, the 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 Chinese general? Did he get yeah, killed? I think he got killed. Yeah, I'm sure everyone got shot up. Um, so yeah, so we go the next day. Raj, no, um, Murtaugh Riggs. Is, Riggs is at the the um, graveyard. At the graveyard at his uh, wife's grave. I'm kind of talking about yeah, he's he's getting ready. He loves Lorna. They're gonna have a kid, and basically, he was telling her that yeah, I'm getting married again. So, and then we have this kind of little touching, sad scene with Leo when he's telling him about uh, the frog, froggy. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of sad too. But then, <laughs> but then they got a, I think he got a, a page or, or whatever. I don't know. If they had cell phones, but no, he did have a cell phone. Yeah, a beeper. Oh, so they, they yeah, uh, Lorna's uh, in fucking in labor, so they all go they go rush into the hospital. Um, but that was a kind of touching scene when uh, he was at the grave, his wife's grave, letting her know what was going on. Yeah, because basically, he Riggs feels like uh, his wife uh, sent him a guardian angel, and it's it's Leo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. They get to the hospital and fucking Lorna's screaming, ah, but she doesn't want to have the baby until they get married. And they're like, we can't do nothing here. And then fucking they tell Leo to go find a a priest or something. And he comes back with a rabbi, uh, (laughs) a Jewish guy. And and he like, he goes, he goes, can you marry us? And he goes, "Uh, are you you Jewish? And they're like, no. And he goes, well, I can't do that. And he goes, hey, come on. He goes, she just wants to hear the words. He goes, are you serious? And he goes, I don't have time for foolishness. And he goes, no, this is it. And then he kind of <laughs> does a quick little ceremony. And uh, yeah, yada, yada, yada. All right, now will you take him and will you take her? Yes, yes, and all that. And then, all right, you guys are married. Uh, you may kiss the bride. Uh, but then before uh, she gets uh, taken off, Leo runs, hold on, wait. And they're like, what? We don't have time. There comes this uh, older black gentleman walking down the hall. I'd seen him in a million. He's one of those guys. Hey, that guy. He's been in a yeah. movies. <laughs> so he's walking down the hall holding a, a cup full of piss. And he takes it away from him and then dumps it. And he goes, oh, you go, what are you doing? It took me all day to fill that thing. <laughs> Come back here. So he runs over and then he goes, here, you got to break this. And Riggs is like, man, you want to get piss all over my shoes. And then, no. And then they fuck, he just smashes it and. Muzzle top. Yeah, so then Lorna goes in there and has the baby. And then a quick another quick little uh uh lovey scene with um Riggs and uh Leo. Because they're they're going in. And then he goes, All right, man, thanks. And then they, they go in and Leo's kind of just standing there. Riggs comes back, hey man, thank you, gives him a hug, and hey man, stick around. All right, and then she has the baby. Um Rianne had her baby as well. And coincidentally, same yeah. time. Same day, same time. <laughs> so, uh, Butters, uh, Riggs, Murtaugh, and uh, Leo. Fucking Murtaugh and Riggs are just beat to hell. I think uh, Roger was on crutches or something. So. Yeah, I mean, the Riggs had a cane. <laughs> yeah, so 
Oh, they were like looking, well, where's Myrtle? And then they come over with this fuck, brand new baby, and the baby looks like he's like fucking four months old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's movies. <laughs> Especially when there's a scene and the baby's just born, it's like 20 pounds. and Yeah, big ass head, <laughs> almost a toddler. <laughs> they come over with that baby, and then they go, Myrtle, where's Myrtle? And then they're looking at him like, what? And then the. Um, Chris Rock leans in butters. He goes, "It better not be Murtaugh." <laughs> then they bring. Was it a little girl that they had? Ah, oh, shit. I, I, I think so. I don't remember. Yeah. So they bring over the the babies, and they're all laughing. And Lorna and Rianne show up. Uh, the captain shows up, gives them all a little uh, stuff from the from the the whole force, and then they all kind of take this big uh, family picture. Are you guys all friends? No, we're family. And then a the nice picture. And that's your movie. Yep. All right. I know nothing of the TV show. Are, are, is that Riggs and Murtaugh again, or is it someone else? Yeah, okay. Um, I am halfway through season two. It is uh, Riggs and Murtaugh. It's essentially the same story, but they go into, um, ah, shit. Uh, they go into the whole um, Murtaugh is looking towards retirement because he's had uh, heart problems. And then you get more into um, basically a, a version of the plot from uh, part two when he finds out his wife uh, didn't die in a car wreck. Oh, OK. They kind of go into more of that. Um, no explanation on how they got young again. Oh, um <laughs> Murtaugh's supposed to be like 50-something on that show. How old is Damon Wayans? He's like almost 60. That's why he... He is? It, yeah. If they was if they was going to do the... Sh- uh, he said if they was going to do another season, he wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have thought he was going to come back because I guess he has like diabetes and he's getting up there in age and he said they were working long hours on set. All right. Oh, fuck. Wait. I, I, I'm... I didn't think he was that old. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. He's in his 50s. All right. Damon Wayans. I know he's pushing. He's in his 50s. He's 60. Fuck. (sighs) We're getting old, Brian. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) When your favorite comedians are getting old. Fuck, 60 shit. I was just watching Major, Major Payne the other day. Well, you know you're old when the people you used to watch, their kids are like in movies now and grown and. Fuck! I didn't know he was that old. Yeah, yeah. He said uh, working them long hours on the Lethal Weapon set was kind of not good for his health because I guess he has diabetes and other things. Yeah. And then the other guy got fired because I guess he was. Causing problems on set. I don't understand that. I mean, you get a fucking a good job in a series, you know that. Well, I guess you didn't know it was gonna do what it be good, and then you fuck up or act yeah. like you're all that. <laughs> yeah, you got some people that are just like that. You know, they get a position like that. He probably thought he was a star. I don't even know who that dude was. I've seen him in like one movie, and it was like a. It was like a Netflix movie. I was like, oh, it's that guy. 
So was there any explanation on why he's not on the show anymore? If they got uh, um, Stifler? Spoiler. Spoiler. I, I think they killed him off on the show. And then just bring in... Yeah, his, Murtaugh's new partner. And it's Stifler. <laughs> All right, let's see what this guy's name. Clint Klain? That's his name? Clint? I don't know. Crawford. Um, I guess he's in something called Killing of the Two Lovers. Into the Dark. Um... He only did uh what forty one episodes of Lethal Weapon. How many seasons have they done? Uh, I got canceled after three. Oh shit! I, I didn't even know that. I thought it only went like two. Um, well, I'll take your word for it. I'll, I'll check that out. Is it on it, Hulu? It's yeah, it's on Hulu. It's decent. I always just felt like kind of like uh, we talked about Black Christmas. If you haven't <laughs> heard that one, go 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 listen to that one. But that that newer movie didn't have to be Black Christmas. I don't know. Yeah, listen to that, everyone. Go over to the my network, Skater Nest Podcast Network, and listen to uh, what was that show? See, I get confused. Oh, um, the ESP uh, Holiday Edition. The, there you go. All three Black Christmas films. But um, all right, everyone. Um, a little bit of the TV show. I'll have to check it out. I mean, I haven't seen any of it. Um, Mike also said it was good. But Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon 2, 3, and 4. Uh, I guess we better hurry up. So we, this was an, this ain't three hours. But <laughs> all these movies are awesome. If you guys have HBO Max, all four of them are on there. Um, the, the talks of Lethal Weapon 5, I still don't see how it can happen. Uh, Mel Gibson can probably still do it, but... Danny Glover is getting up there uh, in age, so I, I I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say if they do it, or Roger Murtaugh is retired in five. He has to be because he right he, now he's seventy four. Yeah, he's retired, and I'm gonna say in the movie it's it's Riggs's his last year. He's about to retire. Uh, I think he's captain again because fucking Mel Gibson is sixty four. So, but yeah, they, maybe you can make you can make Murtaugh captain. Yeah, something a and police chief or I, I don't know. <laughs> he's got a he's got a he's captain. He's got to put up with Riggs's shit. Um, maybe uh, his boy is a cop. Is fucking when was uh, part four? He seems kind of soft. No, uh, Riggs's son. The, oh, the Riggs. Yeah, maybe he grew up and uh, became a cop or something. Or yeah, I can't see I Nick. Know. I can't see Nick being yeah. <laughs> being a police Nick's, officer. Nick's a little soft. He ain't, yeah. he ain't he ain't built for these streets. Nope, <laughs> he ain't about that police life. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, again, it, it's it's still talks, a lot of rumors of this and that. But if they do do it, they better hurry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they ain't getting any younger, and they're definitely too old for this shit. So. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, Mel Gibson, he's had a checkered past uh, with the, the things he said because of the firewater. But uh, yeah. again, uh, that doesn't make you anti-Semitic. <laughs> Alcohol doesn't do that. <laughs> but, 
Anyway, yeah, man. Um, he's still out there doing movies. We talked about Fat Man, uh, Danny Glover. Last thing I saw him in was in Blackish, and uh, he was funny in that. But man, he looked old. <laughs> so, but I don't know. Yeah. But Lethal Weapon. These movies are awesome. All four of them. Um, again, Lethal Weapon Four is my introduction to Jet Li, and we'll definitely be back with uh, some of his films. And um, Romeo Must Die is definitely going to be on that list. And, Yes, it will. We'll figure out some other ones. I, I do want that DMX one, the cradle to the grave. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. But everyone, thank you so much for listening to our uh, Lethal Weapon retrospective, retrospective here on the Action Returns. Um, E-Society, 200 episode. Listen to that. Four hours. Go back and listen to our two uh, ESP holiday editions, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and then the three Black Christmas movies. Uh, more Silent Night coming. Um, and then I don't know what else we got. Still got a couple, two more weeks of December, two more weeks of, of 2020. Hopefully, 2021 will be good to all of us, to the whole world. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it'll be good for all of us. Get us back out there and uh, doing what we used to do. But, um, as far as that, everyone, please be safe out there and just uh, watch your backs, love your family. Um, and Try to have a happy holiday as best as you can. But we'll be back for for, for more. So until then, party on. Yep, and uh, you know what we got. We got Christmas episode, Christmas horror episodes coming from uh, The Horror Returns. And uh, the next Action Returns is going to be bring, keeping the holiday spirit with Die Hard and Die Hard 2. So until next time, everybody be safe. <laughs>